the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to another episode of Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle. Yes! A.K.A. Scuds McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan, A.K.A. Uh, Corsair Gaming presents the, presents the Blue Eyes Max Dragon. <laughs> Nice. I'm Audrey, aka Baby Zork. Do 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 do. Baby Zork. Do 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 do. I'm Max Egg, a Cube World 2013 video game. I am Sarah, aka Yu-Gi-Oh. Kaiba's counterattack. This was a Gundam movie. This this was fucking Gundam in Yu-Gi-Oh. You can't make that shit up. That was pretty Gundam. So, uh, Listeners, you watch Dark Side so, of Dimensions. Yeah, folks, we watched Dark Side of Dimensions. We finally did it. I've been waiting for years to do this, and we've done it. We've done it, and I was able to be here to to do it. Oh god! Yeah, we so summoned Argyle back from the I'm dark side. I'm finally back in a non-premium format, and it feels good. We put, we put the puzzle together, and he actually popped out this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it took us eight years to build the puzzle that summoned Argyle, <laughs> but we did it. We did it from yeah, the, Louis- it. the Louisiana afterlife. <laughs> yeah we built a time machine to travel back <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking good movie i think yeah yeah i don't know about you guys kind but i'm of kind ruled. of like floating above my body right now it ruled uh <sighs> so max do you want to start us off actually given that you were the f- this is your first time watching this movie yeah mm-hmm. i'm baby as i have been for the last uh, several seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh. um this movie kicked my ass apart entirely <laughs> i didn't know i knew fuck all about this right i i knew that yugi and kaiba were in it and i knew that it had like really cool animation and that was just like fucking basically it I didn't know anything. So like, just like going in completely blind and look, I, uh, part of it, I feel like I have a sort of fundamentally different experience from everyone else did when they watched it because you all waited like fucking 10 years to watch this movie. Right. I mean, I didn't, but yeah, <laughs> 20, yeah, I waited two weeks to watch this movie. So I didn't sort of have that. I, I didn't have that. Sort I, ha- of grimy- I hadn't seen anything past uh, the crump duel in season three when I watched the movie. Okay, yeah. So so I didn't I didn't have that sort of like emotional buildup that 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 Audrey and Dan had. So it it was like you know I I, I it, it's a different experience, but at the same time like f- fucking pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think just saying good animation doesn't really kind of cover the sheer rip that this movie it is you know how when you when you see shows what they'll do a lot is they'll use 3d animation because at some point it's like becomes prohibitively expensive to do these insanely elaborate transformations and attacks just using traditional hand-drawn so they'll do it in 3d and i have genuinely never seen like better looking 3d cg animation in a 2d animated movie than this yeah i honestly i think for in this movie and this movie only, the 3D was better than what I think that 2D could be. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, I take it back. The only movie that did better 3D was Dragon Ball Super Broly. But that's okay, that, 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 that's enough. just on me. That's just on me. Uh, I, I will say as well, I, I'm the only one of the hosts here who actually watched this theater and it's extremely li- this movie and it's extremely mm-hmm. limited release in actual movie theaters. Uh, and it ruled to see this movie on a big movie screen. Also, what are you talking about? Elliot's right here. I'm right here. There he is. There he is. Hi, Elliot. <laughs> Sometimes I can still hear him. Sometimes. If you listen real closely. Believe in the heart of the 
Uh, hopefully we will hear from Elliot later. I'd like to hear that. Um, yeah, do we have any more, like, general thoughts before just kind of diving into the soup? Uh, so, um, one, we watched the sub tonight. I will try to point out differences that are in the dub when I remember them. Yeah. But I, because, but the last time I watched the dub version was in, like, February. So I don't, I don't really remember a ton of them. Mm-hmm. 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 I can't recall if I've seen the dub or not. I've seen this before, but it's, but you, it was a while that back. Was, and... That was the dub. That was the last time oh, I saw yeah. it, too. Oh, Okay. I because yeah we streamed yeah. this like last right. year because we were just like wanted to watch it. Y- yes. You fuckers tried to tempt me like Satan did to Jesus in the desert. <laughs> you were like Max, you can watch it with us if you want, and I said fuck no, I'm gonna earn it. My I'm pretty sure I said don't do it. Yeah. Argyle said don't do it, but Sarah tried to tempt me. Yeah, sorry. I I was before this was before I was a full host. I was your replacement, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, you yeah. I, 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 I spiritually, you. I, I spiritually handed the baton to you. Yeah, <laughs> my, um, my only comment for this movie, generally speaking, is that, um, I was like, ooh, I would love to find some closure for my favorite character, and Kasuki Takahashi turned to me and said, mm-hmm. accused me of stealing fizzy lifting drink, and then said, I got nothing. <laughs> so Damn. that's, uh, um, that's where I'm at with it. But it is, it is genuinely a great movie. Um. Yeah, just yeah. fucking. Yeah. Also, oh, I, I would good. like to say uh, it was yesterday, actually, as of time of recording. But happy birthday to our boss, Seto Seto Kaiba. Kaiba. Oh, yeah. a, no- a normal human being. And I want to propose something right now. I want to say we should stream this movie like once a year on Kaiba's birthday. Oh my, oh my god, god, that's so good, Argyle! Holy shit! If, if we're able to do it, like just for the you know everyone in the Discord, we'll make sure we're able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know, I was like, gonna like, say... like we like we do the cup of greed on Yugi's birthday. We do this yeah. on Kaiba's birthday. That's a much more sens- sensible s- 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 suggestion than what mine was going to be, which was we should stream this every month because it's good. That's <laughs> a lot. Uh, you you don't want to get the fatigue. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, a potential for oversaturation of dark side dimensions, implausible as that sounds. Yeah. Um, so oh, by by the way, before we jump into the movie, um, I, we might since we're, this isn't a traditional episode. Um, if you're a patron of the show, Patreon.com/slash/PotOfGreed. You can, we, we will have released by this point a commentary track for this movie that we just recorded uh, a couple minutes ago, where you can hear uh, mostly me just sort of screaming a lot, because I hadn't seen it before. I'd do sort yeah. of a, a YouTube uh, Max Reacts bit. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you're interested in watching this movie and want to feel like you're watching it with us in the room with you, which of course we can't do uh, due to current events, you can. So go check that out if you want to. If you want to toss us, toss us a couple of dollary dues, why not? Um, I like the implication in your statement that we would go to your house and watch the movie with you. <laughs> the, the only reason, the only reason I wouldn't is 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 Miss Rona. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll wait. Who did we'll appear wait. in this movie? Who did appear in this movie? And yeah, we'll wait Cameo about two hours and ten. We'll, we'll wait two hours and ten minutes for you to watch the movie. Um, I'll just sort of speed up this bit. And and we're back. Great. Thank you for for doing that. Um, you want to talk about the movie now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's this one start? So the the movie opens on a blinding, just like blinding flash me. of lights. <laughs> uh, no, we're not there quite yet. We we see like big, well, a bunch of like Earths spinning around in a in a in like the it's midst the end, of space. It's the end of Men in Black. And then they start getting fucking vaporized and shit. I, I'm not entirely sure what the, the whole point of this intro sequence is, but it looks cool. Well, they're dimensions. Every one of the Earths is from a different dimension. You know, like the dark side. I had to remind everyone in the call that this was not an animation studio logo. This was actually the movie that we were watching at this point. Okay. It tricks you from the get-go. 
it was the logo of a major corporation because then it did kind of like go through all the different Earths being destroyed and go into KC Kaiba Corp. We're in space. It's fucking fucking space. The new types are here. Kaiba is here. And he has the Millennium Puzzle in space. Yeah, this is kind of it's it's like a cold opening, foreshadowing sort of thing. He has he's in a space elevator and he has the Millennium Puzzle, and then we cut to the title card. Uh, yeah, yeah, title card being Yu Gi Oh Dark Side of Dimensions, the movie that we watched that you're listening to. Dimensions. Um, yeah, dark sided dimensions. <laughs> this is some dark sided shit. So I don't yeah, know so. how. Even though I just watched this movie, I'm having trouble remembering the exact order of events. There's uh, a lot. Yeah, it's, I have I the have, wiki picture. Yeah, I have the wiki. So. I have the wiki open. It's two. Yeah. Uh, it's two hours long. It's a lot. It's a we lot. Didn't take we didn't take notes. Fuck no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the like the next scene is I'm pretty sure down at Kul Elna excavation. It's time yep. to do Indiana Jones archaeology crimes. And guess who's doing them? <sighs> Who else? It's Kaiba Corp. Mocha yep. was here and. Look at him, our son. He's he's, he's grown up, but not by his much. His hair is less. He's got. Mokuba has grown. He's got his a fresh new cut. Not. He's got a fresh new cut. Uh, it's still very long, and it looks nice. But it it, it was a kind of uh, disconcerting at first. I was like, oh, this is strange. Um, and then we got like, and he's wearing a suit. But, yeah, he's, wearing he's, a little a, suit. he's in a suit. It's it's like this cream colored suit. It's incredible. Purple he, waistcoat. Yeah, lilac shirt. Mwah. He is the very definition of a cream-faced business boy. <laughs> he really, really is. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like a little version of of David Byrne big suit that's Kaiba War in the <laughs> later parts of Duel Monsters. Suit. Yeah, so they're, they're digging for the Millennium Puzzle. Maybe you shouldn't. Uh, maybe maybe you yeah. shouldn't do that. Maybe you should. Do not do this thing. Uh, and then we cut back to Domino City. Yugi is leaving the game shop to go to school, uh, and he. he Meets after a little, uh, getting embarrassed by Grandpa being like, ooh, you used to walk to school with Taya all the time. Uh, he does meet up with Taya down down the road. Yeah, we get to see all the gang! Does he not want to do that in front of Grandpa to... I'm not, I'm not sure what. Listen, listen, if I were Yugimoto, I would not want to, like, have Taya in front of my, my grandpa. You that, know, we well, watched the, 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 the sub here. In the sub, yes. In the sub. Absolutely. And we watched the sub. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you have to you have to call them by the Japanese yeah. names. I yeah. refuse. We've got, uh, this is, this is one thing, it, it's not any different, really, in the dub, aside from the music, which, uh, as I said, plays like the guitar riff from I'm Back, which gives it a very different energy. It's like a, like, in the sub, it's a very chill, just kind of, like, walking to school music, but in this, it feels, it, I mean, it feels like they're, I'm back. I'm back, baby. It's been more than ten years, and they're back, where you're seeing them again. It's your friends. They're going to school. And Yugi's yeah. tall now. I mean, taller. Yeah. Taller. He's not. He's no. He's only like six inches shorter than Taya, rather than an entire foot. Right. Mm-hmm. Bigger. Yugi Which is a, it's a it's a it's a lot of growth actually. To be fair. Yeah. Uh. Jo- Joey's biking to school. He gets hit by a bucket of water and he knocks over a cop. A cab. A cab. Uh, a cab. Everybody gets to school. Bakora is being swarmed by girls and uh, Tristan, who is also on his way to school, uh, hitches a ride on Joey's bike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they get into school at the last minute because they're fucking troublemakers. And who's at um, the gate but the, the what's his name? The gym teacher. Mr. Karita? Karita. Mr. Karita. Yeah. I only know that because I'm looking at the wiki page right now. Yeah. I yeah. have no yeah. idea who this man is. I've closed it so I'm not just reading off yeah. the plot verbatim. Um, <laughs> the good old, good old Karita that everyone may remember from season zero. 
Um, He's alive as, again. Yeah, as the uh, gym teacher that was um, harassing Bakura before he got uh, nerfed and had his soul put into a doll to be an NPC in Monster World. He kind of deserved, deserved it. it. He deserved it. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah, um, and we sort of get, like, this nice scene, uh, they're, they're on the roof, they're all talking about, like, the future, basically, uh, Anzu talks- they're graduating! They're great, yeah, this is, like, yeah. the end of their senior year, this is about, like, well, like, two-ish years after the end of the series, yeah. more or less. Yeah, because I guess if you graduate from school when you're, like, 18, and they were, like, 16 in the Jill Monsters series? Yeah, because, because Japanese high school is only three years instead of four. Uh, Taya is gonna go to New York and learn to be a dancer. Yeah, uh, I mean- just like she said, the whole dream? the whole series. She the still wants to do that. Series. That yeah, hasn't changed. For her. She commits to the bit. And meanwhile, uh, Yugi plans to become a game developer. Uh, specifically, like, yeah, he wants to make his own game, and I support him. I will fund his. I will be a backer on his Kickstarter. Yeah, I'll uh, back it the highest tier I can afford. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll back it at least a tier that gets me a physical copy of the game. Do you think in Yugi's Kickstarter there's like a specific tier for Seto Kaiba? Yes. No. It's just like our Patreon. It's not called Seto, like It's not called the Seto Kaiba tier. It's called uh, the not Seto Kaiba tier. Don't donate to this tier, Seto Kaiba. It would be bad if you did that. I would hate it. Yeah. yeah. Kaiba immediately does it. Yeah. Exactly. Kisama Yeah, it's, it's the tier. The tier rewards are like, oh, I'll, I'll tell you all about the other me. So so when you go back in time and, and try and date him, um, uh, you'll you'll have more conversation topics. And, sure. Um, yeah. 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 There, there's some like of Joey is talking about like they talk about Joey's like dream of becoming a professional duelist and he's like yeah yeah I'm totally gonna do it uh, blah like Honda talks about like like being working class basically yeah. which <laughs> fine um, fine and moving on yeah and, it's, and moving it's on. just nice checking in on everyone uh, after they you know we haven't yeah. seen them in so long also like, the know, fashion so it's been two whole weeks. We haven't seen them. The fashion. Can we the talk fashion. about? Every- can we take a moment to talk about the fashion, please? Everyone looks oh, so fucking yes. good in this movie. Yeah. Um, At the moment, they're okay. all just wearing their school uniforms, but they still look good. Yeah. Like it's the the fashion styles combined with just like the crisp vector artwork. Yeah, it, it's truly lossless animation here. Yeah. Yeah. I think after this sort of like rooftop scene where they're talking about their dreams and their futures and everything, they go back to class and oh, they, yes. they see they see anime main character because he's sitting in capital T, capital S, the seat. There's a strange new boy in the in the main character seat and he's got kind of funky hair, which it's it's kind of you know, it's the kind of like if you mash together Shadow the Hedgehog, Ryo Bakura and two pigtails. I don't know why you said new boy, Sarah. I think he's always been there. Oh, yeah. He's been there the whole time. We know him. We, we know Aigami. Yeah, everybody knows him. It's our friend Aigami. Well, no, they has... don't quite remember his name. but Yeah, they're like, yeah. Like, first, like, Bakura's like, wait a minute. Guess I'm a better I, friend than like, they He's are, like, then. listen, I know that my brain is Swiss cheese, but like... <laughs> <laughs> from it's not the, that bad, right? From the past several, several months of uh, possession and comas. But, uh... I'm pretty sure, like, do we know that guy? And Ansu's like, yeah, we know that guy. He's, uh, uh, and you know, the they, guy. <laughs> you know, that, that boy. Here comes that boy. Here comes, Here comes that, that boy. boy. And it's fucking Honda who finally remembers, oh, yeah, that's our friend, our Aigami. You know, our um, yeah. friend. Oh, shit, what up? Um, <laughs> the next scene is they're walking across the bridge. Um, and like Jonuichi's talking about how his jill disc got confiscated and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Yugi is just thinking about it, Tim. I mean, so am I. Yeah, it's really touching. 
Like we, because this is kind of the first time it, it's like acknowledged and talked about, and Yugi is like, yeah, like he's he's never coming back. Um, and I think I don't know who says a. I think it's Joey who says a really touching line of like, you know, you don't have to forget about him. Um, which kind of like you know, remember like in the last episode where where they were all like, a time we will never forget you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that's me, Ellen. That's me, Ellen. <laughs> Uh, uh. and it's it's really sick we like the flashback scene we see is like the final battle and it's like god the fucking difference between like 240p 2004 animation and 1080p 2016 animation is incredible oh boy is it i'm just i'm so glad they reanimated everything and they reanimated it with the old style of hair because like yeah like they all have slightly different hair but they their reanimated hair, it in the old style. It's so yeah, good. Their hair is all a little bit more normal, except for Yugi's, who looks exactly the same no matter yeah. how old he is. Mm-hmm. What? Looks pretty normal to me. Well, yeah, he's yeah, that's like true. just like that. He's just like that, you see. He was born this way. And as they're walking and reminiscing, they they see our, our, our friend Aigami, our, our neighbor Aigami, uh, being harassed by this this fucking Wind Waker Zelda-looking ass whose head is as big as he the rest like of his Bruce body. He looks like Bruce if he was in Wind Waker. That is the meanest fucking thing you could say to Groose, the best character in Legend of Zelda. He does, look, he, does look, he does look a little bit like Groose, though, is the thing. Uh, his name is Scud in the dub, at least. I forget what it is. It doesn't matter what his name is and stuff. He sucks. Who cares? You can play yeah. as him in Duel Links, I think. Why would, you, why would you want to? Why wouldn't you? The duel links don't come until later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so like they're all bullying Aigami. Um, and yeah, this is when you know the 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 gang, the 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 Yugitachi, like jump off a bridge and kind of come into the scene, and they're like, "Oh, go away!" But the billies go away and stuff. You know, I Aigami. Yeah, yeah. Like Scud is like, "Oh, hey, Aigami, meet me at the parking lot at later for an ass kicking." Yeah, and he's like, okay, I will be there, I promise. Yeah, yeah. And then he does. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the gang save him and then the kind of scene disperses a bit, upon which we kind of just directly cut to later at the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, there's, kept there's a, word. it's a construction site, and uh, this is we did scope a little uh, Kaiba Corp construction, under construction sign. It's a, it's a blue eyes white <laughs> dragon and a construction helmet. It's very cute. Very, yeah, very this, cute. Very marketable. It's kind of this, the, uh, the Majima construction uh, yeah, style, yeah. <laughs> style of logo design here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's yeah, cute. I don't think we can emphasize enough how much this whole movie confirms that, like, Domino City is a city-state under the control of the oligarch Seto Kaiba, who, like, controls every aspect of life in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, 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 it is simply allowed under capitalism. I don't know what to tell you. Because isn't at some point it, like, vaguely mentioned that in order to live in Domino City, you have to have a yeah. deck yep. registered? You literally have to be a duelist to live in this city. Yeah. Again, we we get to see a preview here of the absolute um, carnage that um, Akaiba wrecks on civil society through, like, GX and 5Ds. Yeah, Mm. we get some really whack shit (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) Very good. Normal. 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 Um, Yeah. But but as, as this scene sort of goes on, we go inside this, like, abandoned construction building, and Aigami is there with the gang of bullies, and he basically is like, I'm going to become the Joker. And he takes out the fucking eighth millennium item, millennium cube. Millennium and it's like, you want to see, you want to see something fucked up? Check this out. And he, and he, he fucking activates it. And then it's like hundreds of ghosts of kids appear with like glowing orange eyes and like dark purple translucent bodies. And it's very normal. Yeah. You know, there are so yeah. many ghosts. Everybody, a child summoning cube. Everybody's freaking out. 
uh, and then uh, Ayami touches one of like Scud and he fucking disintegrates. He's fine. Okay, so he demolishes the wiki calls Scud. this cube the quantum cube. Okay. Sure. Yeah, um, Thanks, yukio.fandom.com. Scud gets touched and he um, gets Thanos snapped. Like, he I'm literally discri- like disintegrates into cubes. Yeah, the thing so is, good, Mr. Yugi. This is where uh, Scud's bio on the Yu Gi Oh! wiki ends, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> we never see that fucker again. But it's like, again, like, it just looks really cool because the way he disintegrates is he starts glowing and we can see all his blood and veins and skin through his glowing gold skin and it just kind of fizzles into golden particles. It looks good. It looks I'm good, yeah. Cool I mean, it, lo- it looks. Ever looked. It looks. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks good. Both the cool particle effects, and it's also good that it's the last time we ever have to see. And him. the rest of his gang, including uh, the evil Yugi cosplayer and level one hundred guy, uh, and I heart <laughs> me guy as well, they all get disintegrated. And I mean, we said bye-bye. the fashion was good, and this proves it. Look at them. Walk, walk, fashion, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he like picks up the camera, and it like does a spooky zoom in on his eyes, and that's how the scene ends. Very scary. Yeah. And then up next, we get another very normal scene. And then the most homoerotic scene in oh all of media God. happens. Phil, yeah. is it gay to do your boyfriend inside a Catholic church? Oh, they yeah. get legally married. Yeah, this this is yeah. a wedding ceremony. <laughs> yeah. This is, I would, I would argue that this is the kind of dualist version of the post-wedding consummation process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is it, dueling. You may now duel the bride. You may not because the bride. because in in Seto Kaiba's reality, everything and we'll get more on this later is solved by dueling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything is resolved. All dueling is in fact the only le- legally binding document in uh, yeah. in Domino these days. Yep, literally, not even a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. legally, so, to get married, you have to duel. You your have to spouse. To describe we're not, we're not this here. scene, listeners, um, it's church, big it stained glass windows. It opens on a blinding, blinding light. Uh, we just hear the echoes of the pharaoh's footsteps uh, as he walks into this giant cathedral. No, I have to say, I've not actually played Kingdom Hearts, but I'm pretty sure this is what Dive to the Heart is. It is, you're right. Okay. Yeah, and it's just, we get to see Yami Yugi, looks like Yami Yugi to me, just Kaiba comes in, Kaiba has the sickest fucking new dual disc technology, it's all cyber, it's all blue, it's all glowing, it's all holograms, it slaps. It's like, like, like attached to his arm and to his shoulder pads. Like he's got a Bluetooth headset on as well. He has a, he has a Bluetooth headset. He, he's ready to game while he yeah, rolls. Like, everything is incorporated into his clothing and therefore into his body because those two things are the same thing. Yeah, he um, doesn't even have yeah. like an actual deck of cards either. It's like a holographic deck of cards. Yeah, it like so floats it's like, in front of him. It, it's not, you know, instead of summoning his cards from his brain by magic, he's doing it by tech, and those things are definitely different because he's Seto Kaiba. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't actually mention it at any point during the movie, but in the, uh, two, uh, like, chapters that were written specifically to accompany the movie of the manga, um, you find out that the, like, Bluetooth headset and, like, everything, all of this, like, new technology is part of something called Neuralink. Um. Sure, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'll believe, I'll allow it. Um, it's the Neuralink. It's, I, it's the Neuralink to me. Link from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Zelda and, from and, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> and like the the duel itself is is cool. We get to see fucking three D blue eyes. The the, the thing see... of, so there are like 
five duels in this movie, and they are all slick as hell. Like, they go by really fast, even the ones that uh, kind of follow the rules. Uh, they <laughs> they look good as hell. So are extremely uh, limited. And they're just, they're, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. They're fun and sexy and festive. And it's like, we don't really need to dwell on what happens in the actual duel more than... It's, I, I more want to highlight just, like, the monsters that we see, because... Yeah. We get, fucking... we, we, it's all the ones you know and love. We get we get Blue Eyes, we get Dark Magician, we but get Dark Magician Girl. Because it's all the ones you know and love, but they've gone through, like, five upgrades and they look different and they look so much sicker. Like, Dark Magician is Gother now, Blue it Eyes is, is Cyber now. Dark Magician Girl is actually the same. She's the same, that yeah. It's true. just it's just Black Magician that's different. Um, we see like Celtic Guardian and again another Celtic Guardian. I think like yeah, yeah. Dual point, links at uh, dual links. At one point, he starts using like obnoxious Celtic Guardian in the show. So maybe it's his Celtic Guardian parentheses regular and Celtic Guardian parentheses rude. He's a non-obnoxious um, one. The joke of Celtic Guardian. Um, Celtic Guardian, nice. But basically, it ends with like Yugi doing his fucking like ultimate twin magician attack, and Kaiba's like, uh, Blue Eyes Ultimate, psych. And then Kaiba fucking beats beats Atem in the duel, and it like sort of all fades out. And basically, Kaiba was in like f- the fucking computer, and yeah. it was hmm. it was Kaiba's all a dream. Just, just he was VR dueling again. Just very quickly before we move on from from the duel, uh, this is something that sort of goes for the entirety of of the movie, especially as people start breaking the rules willy nilly, which happens fairly quickly. Um, part of the joy of Yu Gi Oh for me has always been just like incredibly fun creature design and like lore mm. behind the creatures. If you're like actually playing the game or whatever, and this is like a movie that really just like showcases it. Um, mm. It's like all the, all the monsters look great because they're yeah. all incredibly well designed. Designed and so lovingly animated. Um, it's just like really good to look at. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it, like like genuinely like we we can't stress this enough. This movie has disgustingly good animation. <laughs> yeah, like it, it honestly feels like they put as much budget into this one movie as they did for all two hundred and twenty four episodes of Yu Gi Oh. Literally, it's quite possible. Just holy shit! Just it continuously steps it up and up and up and up and up until I, there's just tears coming out of my face. So good. So fucking good. Also, apparently, and because I'm, I have didn't take any notes. I have the wiki up. Yeah. It says that this is taking place on the Kaiba Corp space station. Yes. Yeah. Fucking what? Yeah. So no, why not? He went to church in his mind in space. Take me to yeah. church, baby. Uh, once Normal. A, once again, this is just new types. Yep, it's got yeah, them. Yeah. So he, he's he he defeats a Tim, and the scientists are like, "Well done, sir. You defeated him again." A, a, a perfect facsimile of him and Kaiba's pissed because no it wasn't actually him it was just a hologram and oh shit uh, yeah he, he spent out in the dub he's like I spent countless hours simulating <laughs> him down to every last detail you know his clothes his mm-hmm. dueling style his perfectly coiffed hair uh, <laughs> and I that it, it still wasn't enough oh best line in the dub it's yeah, not and actually then the, the next line bit, in the dub is is yeah is this bit yeah the next line he when he does the cool dramatic can crush he tosses <laughs> it and he says fire whoever designed that can <laughs> so product shouldn't bend that easily oh my god <laughs> yeah, that's I fucking the best hate Kaiba so much he got dehydrated <laughs> doing all that dueling <laughs> you're not you when you're thirsty you're not you when you're thirsty <laughs> listen you oh, gotta stay hydrated this is yeah. a whole movie about Kaiba's thirst. Kai is really Jesus, like, really is. Oh my god! It none is. of this, none of this movie would happen. Well, maybe a little bit because I got me, but like none of this yeah, movie yeah. would happen if um, Kaiba wasn't just stupid. 
Like fun got me there. Like <laughs> stupid for Tam. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, the end of this scene is one of the funniest cuts in the movie where, oh where Kaiba is like, uh I can't remember exactly what he says, but basically he's like, fuck this shit, I'm gonna have to like dig up the Millennium Puzzle itself. At which point we were all like, no, nah, Kaiba, you can't and then Mokubo immediately calls him and is like, Hey, big brother, I we found, found it. the Millennium Puzzle. <laughs> we found it, big brother. Uh, it's right here and we put up a big laser trap so that nobody can get it. Just like, it's okay to do grave robbing if you're grave robbing your boyfriend. Is the is the moral of the story here? A sweet cream-faced business boy like Mokubo Kaiba is allowed to do it, apparently. He's simply allowed to and no one can stop him and no one would want to anyway. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut from this very dramatic scene to like fucking Duke Devlin's mall cafe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're at the mall. Everybody's just hanging out. They're in their they're not in their school clothes anymore, and they look yeah. uh, fresh to death. The uh, fashion, the fashion. It is more than I can stand. Duke is Incredible. here, and because Elliot's not here, uh, I will say that Duke is wearing high heels, if not physically, then spiritually, uh, and he looks great. Hey, can I read you a sentence from the the, the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki here? Yeah, please okay. do. <clears throat> Otogi's Cafe is a food vendor managed by Mr. Clown. Mr. Clown. Yeah, that's that's his Hikashi son from- Ryuji Otogi also <gasps> works here as a server. What? Yeah. Hey, Hachi Tekken's his dad? What? Yes, that's He's fucking Hey, Hachi Mishima's son? That's Hello? Not do you not remember no. the black black crown? Um, like a game shop. That was that I've, was the rival game shop that Otogi yeah. won. And his Audrey, dad. I've I've never remembered anything in my life. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, this <laughs> may this is more relevant in the manga because um yeah uh, Mr. like Mr. Klein uh who actually was uh Duke Devlin Otogi's dad was like one of the antagonists that uh Yugi had to fight in the manga and like Jesus. he wanted the Millennium Puzzle and that like didn't happen in the anime. Right. Yeah, he does so, he does almost uh kill Yugi by burning him to death. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well we've all been there. Yeah, because the, the, the Bandit Keith deal at the start of season three, that was in the manga, that was versus Otogi's dad, who was Mr. Clown, who is this man who we see mm. right for fucking now. Yeah. Normal. God damn yeah. it, Takahashi. Okay. Uh, also, also, Joey is in a dog costume selling balloons. That is yeah. by far the most important part of this The storyline continues. Also, Love I want to point something out uh, because it, you guys probably see it in the summary as well. Uh, they point out that Bakura has a lot of fangirls and this has a wiki page called for Bakora Fan Club, and one of the, <laughs> w- one of them, one of the members of the Bakora Fan Club is voiced by a New York, the female New York winner of the 4K Media Inc. voiceover contest, Brooke Stocking. <laughs> so this cool. is yeah. one of, one of the people who's just like, hi Bakora, is uh, voiced by a contest winner. By and that way, was Audrey. He lo- yeah, it was me. Uh, he looks great, by the way. Um, he's dressed like a lesbian and looks fantastic. Um, Love that for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, Baker is a... <laughs> shut the fuck up. Which would mean Bandit Keith is a he him as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out the other contest winners. Uh, the guy who threw the bucket of water on Joey at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, two of the technicians in the Kaiba Corp lab. The the policeman that Joey knocked over on his bike, a cab, a cab, and uh, a guy just called Engineer, 
who is uh, oh yeah he's also one of the scientists the most pivotal character of the movie engineer yeah imagine you win a contest to be in dark side of dimensions Yu-Gi-Oh movie uh just to be fired by seto kaiba actually that that's, was real that that's, that's a dream what are you talking yeah, about that's like the, the ideal role too. yeah fuck um but yeah they're hanging out they're vibing they are you know guys being dealists um yeah. and they are being watched not just by Bakura's fan club, but by uh, Aigami, who's oh, just kind of watching them in the mall. Our friend Aigami. Our me- yeah, Aigami, who we know. Friend. We know, he's normal. Um, He sort of thinks about, he, he goes into his own mind palace and has memories, and as it turns out, he's he, he's a fucking, like, dimension person, something, in something called the Prana Realm. There's a lot of going on about, like, wavelengths and frequencies, and uh, basically, there's a bunch of people who live in a different dimension, and they have uh, the cube, and the cube will let them go to super heaven, but not if the pharaoh returns. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, That's yeah it. it's, it's just, whenever you, look, whenever you see someone talking in a different dimension other than Earth, it's just fucking nothing but exposition. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of exposition in this movie. They're really like, yeah, uh, math is dimensions now. This is Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Have fun. The alternate dimension looks like Knuckles' floating island. It's, it's Angel Island, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like all the, all the like dimension stuff. Like, it sounds cool. It looks cool. My brain just kind of like, it's kind of greased. So my brain slips off it because I'm mainly just not, looking at how cool it is and not I'll, actually thinking about it. But I, I don't know. I'm sure it's something. Yeah. It's something, uh, yeah. We, and we, we, learn, we, we find out that Agami's real name is Diva. Yeah. Diva. Yeah, yeah. His name is Diva and diva. he's a diva. We Kono love it. Diva da. Okay, yeah. We, we also learn... We also we also learn um one of the other uh, prana kids is named Mani who has like these like this cool dark curly hair and like as and of, as yes sir I was just saying one of the other prana kids hey I'm yeah, here yeah yeah no I was talking to her Sarah and Sarah spelled S E R A Sarah Masaru Sarah um uh, we we see we see Diva leave he's like all right I'm gonna fuck off and do uh, math dimension crimes and Mani follows suit. I guess to try and like keep Diva from maybe killing an innocent kid, it's impossible to say what his plan is at this point. I do want to say and, he doesn't just leave; he teleports away. Oh yeah, he can he can super just teleport. He can blink. It's kind of on a cooldown because he doesn't do it all the time, but like he can just do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it's cube pars. Yeah, you know it's it's all cubes to me. Oops, all cubes. That's Oops. really this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, Igami's saying shit about revenge. Monty's trying to talk him down. But uh, Aigami's got his mindset on getting revenge on someone, presumably, well, but we don't know. Well, it, 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 narrows in, it narrows in on Yugi talking to Bakura. Um, yeah, they're dating. I'm sure they, are, they are extremely dating in this movie, by the way. You know, no, no, no bad Yeah, you know, the zoom in on Bakura is just, just, just to confirm that for us. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just saying, it, well, if we didn't constantly zoom in on Bakura, we'd forget his existence. Schrodinger yep. Bakura. <laughs> Maybe you uh, would. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, my my, I, my brain has holes in it. It's fine. Uh, and, then, and then Kaiba, of course, appears on every screen, everywhere, in the entire city, uh, and announces that there will be a new dual disc, and a, a tournament to exhibit the new dual disc as well. Introducing my new dual disc system! Yeah, and it's yeah. going to be extremely expensive, and you, Joey Wheeler, will not be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peter Semple, and it's like by buying this dual disc, you <laughs> certify yeah, yeah, yeah. that you are not Jonoshi Katsuya. We'll never <laughs> give this to Jonoshi Katsuya. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Anish Kaiba. Joey will never get to experience the thrills yeah. and chills of 
of the new dual disc. Of dual disc <laughs> two. If you let Joey huh? even see yeah. this dual disc, it will void the warranty. <laughs> you cannot let him. Do not let him lay eyes upon it. Um, and like as it happens, <laughs> Kaiba's really good. Thank you. Kaiba has an extremely Kaiba's concept of class warfare is centered around one single person who is also yeah. the only per- poor person he knows. It, it's called class warfare because he used to be in his class. God. <laughs> Uh, as this all happens, though, um, uh, Diva sort of hears that Kaiba's found the Millennium Puzzle, and he's like, aha, just the fucking ancient Egyptian cursed artifact I've been waiting for, and he <laughs> teleports to fucking Egypt. Zoop! Yoink! He yoinks himself. He eats himself away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Which and then, is pretty much it. Joey does eat a funny ice cream in this scene. He's a funny ice cream. He fights Heihachi Mishima in clown form. It's just normal stuff. Yeah, he know. Supl- oh, Tristan suplexes him. In the dub, Tr- Mr. Tr- clown does a lot of clown puns. Ah, oh, great. I'm glad clownery. I didn't hear those. Fuck yeah. It's, fucking it's pretty good. I love to clown around with my friends. He's more like, okay. no clowning around, you two. Okay, if You're I make a, 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 a proper circus out of this cafe. So, like anyway. Uh, we- Hunk off. Um, um, <laughs> sorry. I don't quite that as a clown pun. It wasn't good or bad enough. The next scene is back at Archaeology Crimes. Yeah, back at Cooler Elna. Cool. Uh, fucking, we see we see Roland, aka Isono, aka like a very very important Kaiba goon who still has his like weird shitty pencil mustache. I love him. Roland yeah. has job security. Shout out to Roland. <laughs> he has tenure. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, the fact that he is still employed by Kaiba personally it says a lot about his uh, work ethic. If he got fired, the company would fall apart. <laughs> they don't have a choice. Exactly. Exactly. Mo- Mokuba is the one ensuring his job security. Mokuba has written into Roland's contract that Kaiba can't fire him. Because you exactly. know Kaiba fires him, like, every day. Yep. <laughs> he has to, like, constantly get new key cards because he gets taken out of the system, like, every three hours or so. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Kaiba. Hey! He's here. Yeah. He's, he's here, here in a safe... Um... <laughs> Kaiba exhibiting just, like, the, the, the most wonderful uh, heavy machinery safety here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, He flies uh-huh. in at the speed of sound in the Blue Eyes White Jet, uh, which is... Uh, even cooler and better now because it has VTOL abilities. Uh, and he jumps out like 50 feet from the ground before he lands. Yeah, no parachute. No nothing. Fucks no nothing. up his knee. It's not going to hurt him now, but in the future, I'll tell you what, he's going to have well, knee no. issues. Yeah, the, like the 20, dis- 20, the- year, 20 years down the line, he's, you know, he's really not going to be regretting that job. Yeah, the dual disc 2 has like a sort Listen, of hydraulic... he's just going to get cyber knees. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Max, carry on. No, yeah, I was just gonna say the dual disc two has like hydraulic pumps in it that go all the way down to the leggy, so he's fine. It's like the it's like those the shoes from Portal. Yeah. God, this um, really is just fucking Reconquista and G. Long fall um, yeah. long fall boots. Exactly, yeah. Uh so he goes into um the the funny grave robbing tomb and he sees like it's like this like sort of Mission Impossible esque cylinder. That has like all the pieces of the puzzle in it, and like just like a computer is like laser scanning the whole thing because he's gonna three D print it later on and sell it for a pittance. But you <laughs> it's know, not it's a laser scanner. It's it's like a laser security he's, thing. He's gonna, no, it's the wiki says it's being scanned. He's gonna oh, okay. sell it. He's gonna sell it on his Etsy to uh, attempt yeah. cosplayers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> yeah, and then we we sort of we sort of lead into our second duel of the movie. Yeah, Seto yeah. Uh, calls out somebody in the crowd and. It's it's Diva, uh, and, and Kaiba. Well, the real Igami, please stand up. Is it you know he's staring at the the Millennium Puzzle, and someone is like from the crowd is like you know that's fucking a grave robbing crime, um or something like that, and 
Yeah, it's Diva. Diva's here to cause problem on purpose. Yep. We truly love it. Uh, Kaiba, like, looks up a thing that says that this dude was in Domino City, like, three minutes ago. What the fuck's going on? That that fact really doesn't bother him a whole lot. At this point, he's definitely, like, accepted that supernatural shit happens in this world. It's more that he has a problem with people doing it in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, Diva tries to Thanos snap him. Yeah. Oh, no, before... Well, first off, uh, one of Kaiba's goons pulls a gun on Diva and gets fucking vaporized. This is in the dub, too. They don't get rid of the gun. Yeah. yeah. It's not a point of Can't get rid of that gun. The first Um, gun of Yu-Gi-Oh. It's a plot-bearing gun. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, then he tries to vaporize Kaiba as well, and Kaiba says, absolutely not, Chief. And he deploys from his shoulder, his huge shoulder pad, the new dual disc, and just stops the vapor, the, the vaporizing it's, from happening. It's, it's just, he he just truly has the power of, I, I'm not looking at it, I am looking away. He's and the it works. world's strongest atheist, and he cannot be stopped. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the last two people that Diva, like, gold vaporized, he was just like, mm, dimensions so you no longer exist, and they just disappear. It turns out they could have just said no. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. Diva, so yeah. Diva looks at him not disintegrating and goes, oh my god, where do you wor- work out? And Kaiba goes, the library? <laughs> Reddit.com yeah, Reddit, Reddit. slash r slash them. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so, okay, do y'all remember duels from Yu-Gi-Oh? No. <laughs> yeah. What if no. it was that? What if we took that and actually took the rules away and made it cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a fun, sexy time if we did that. Diva, Diva, fun like, sexy time. this thing called dimension dueling, and he's, like, he, like, turns to Kaiba, he goes, actually, I just had a better, I, I had a, I just had a sudden idea. Actually, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> what if, insta- what if, you know, it's, it's Takahashi saying, I don't, I, I'm sick of all this sacrificing bullshit, just let me take out the big cool monsters immediately, all right? Okay, they have to scream a little to do it, but whatever, you, they can just do it. Yeah, as long they as they get Green Lantern rings. As long as they Super Saiyan, um, yell, yell, they can power up their monsters using their willpower. I mean, they yeah. are basically summoning the monsters like their stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ora, and like these fucking monsters, uh, Diva's deck mm. is all just like nasty Jomon Pottery inspired eyeball creatures, and Made they of all cubes. fuck. Made, Made of, of cubes. cubes. They his, look yep. so fucking sick. His whole aesthetic. I mentioned this one in the. Tra- while watching movies well his whole aesthetic but really looks like the animus from um yeah 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 from assassin's uh, from, creed from, from it's like creed. all of these like cubes that like filter in and out of existence um as you approach or as they consolidate into monsters it's cool it looks super good in the animation um yeah really all does. of them all of them fuck <laughs> And it, it kind of, like, I, I think this is something that is w- is better with 3D animation, like computer animation, yeah. than it would be in 2D. Yeah. Because it does also kind of lend it, like, this otherworldly other sort of quality uh, yeah. that wouldn't come across quite as well. Yeah, I mean, so mm-hmm. the Prana, the Prana are, like, this ancient civilization um, with, like, a, again, a pr- pretty pretty remarkably done, no, like real solid connection to any ancient civilizations in real life, which is good. Um, that's yeah, a good yeah. thing. Um, so, but they're also like retro futuristic as well. So like having the monsters in like CG gives it that kind of like, we are an advanced species. And again, it's like, a, like, like in the animus where it's like, actually the gods were just ancient aliens, right? That is yeah. essentially, that is essentially what we're talking about here. So it's like the same sort of, of like aesthetic of like this, 
civilization of people who were like way more advanced than you but it was a long time ago um yeah because i mean to to speak specifically on like design aesthetics like i mentioned just during recording like the the way the prana looks the way their kind of like dimension looks the way all of diva's monsters like the aesthetic on them like we were commenting during watching how they look like the the um the guardians from zelda which are inspired by the jomon pottery which Mm -hmm. is from like ancient ancient Japan so they have some of that inspiration but they also have like there are pieces of that look kind of like ancient Aztec ancient like Indian like what the I'm thinking Sanskrit um Mm -hmm. just ancient Egyptian ancient just like they do a really really good job of like drawing from loads and loads of places and then making something unique and like fucking finally fucking finally it's not racist it's it took um (laughs) fucking like 20 years of Yu-Gi-Oh to do something about ancient civilizations that's not racist and I applaud them for it finally finally you know it may have taken Yu-Gi eight years to build the Millennium Puzzle But it took Takahashi 20 years to write something that wasn't problematic. Yeah. And, like, honestly, if we picked on it, it probably we could find something problematic. But, yeah, like, let's, let's, not, let's not look directly at it. Yeah, it's, there's nothing that just, like, hits you in the face as, it's it's simply good. Yeah, you see it. I do. Uh, all right. I do. And, and the, the duel is, like, the whole thing is um, all of all of Diva's monsters have zero attack, but they can basically, like, cube rust Kaiba's monsters and, like, you know, Diva's, like, on the upper hand the whole time. Because mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you do when you duel a new yeah. a, a new terrifying boy. Yeah, he's he's pretty much owning Kaiba, and there's not a lot that he can do. Um, Until he realizes where he is. There's something he can do. <laughs> there's something he could do. And he's like... He's like on the on the fence, on the edge. He's about to lose, and he but says, he, "Fuck, fuck this! I'm not doing this. Fuck he, you." So he realizes I'm, that he's on on the um, burial ground where all the items and the god cards were put down. Fuck! He does realize that, huh? I never collected that during the oh, movie. Oh yeah. I always always thought he was literally just doing it through power of determination, and it it was like the the god cards were completely gone. I I thought my 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 understanding of it is he's like this is where where the god cards are, so I'm going to Edward Elric slap the floor, um, (laughs) and I'm going to alchemize from the floor, pulling it up from its tomb, the card I draw next, Obelisk the goddamn Tormentor. Uncle Ron is here. It's so fucking sick. Oh, every, every time, every time he does this, I, I, I Mm. pog so hard. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's important to know. Pot of Green, our podcast. Yes. The mu- the music, Sarah. The music. Oh, he, the music. He is oh the pog champ. <laughs> yeah, champion of this podcast. Yeah, Ron Obelisk himself. What I what I really appreciate about this moment is it's like Kaiba being like, "All right, magic is real. I don't appreciate other people using it in my presence. But if you're gonna use bullshit magic, then guess what? I am too. I'm summoning this card from its own fucking grave and uh, summoning it here. Enjoy your god fist crusher." Yeah, yeah, my my longest god hand crusher ever. <laughs> and it's like, this duel, it, like, you know, because Diva was like, oh, hey, Kaiba, you can summon a monster that is as strong as you can imagine a monster being. So Kaiba is just like, summons a really, really strong dragon. It doesn't work. Summons an even stronger dragon. Like, and he just keeps summoning really, <laughs> really, really strong this monsters. This is his thought process. And it doesn't work and it doesn't work. And finally he's like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to summon an even stronger monster. Yeah, no, he's he's... 
Remember, we've been saying this. Kaiba's a fucking bad duelist. It's Kaiba. But the thing is, it works. It works. Uncle Ron. It works. Uncle Ron. Yeah. And and, and an important thing to note is that, like, we watched this. Nobody can beat my Uncle Ron in a fight. (laughs) It it plays like remixes of the OST from the show. So we hear Passionate Duelist. We hear the Obelisk theme. We hear, like, like the sort of, like, like, you know, mid-battle dread themes. It's just so fucking sick hearing, like, these, like, almost orchestrated remixes of it and like it does play like the da 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 when uncle ron shows up and it just like knocks my fucking socks off i don't yeah, know just like- i don't know very many of the like incidental songs from the dub but it does play a lot of the iconic dub songs as well yeah 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 it's good yeah it's just it's just the the they've been punched up like there's cymbal crashes and a million violins and it's mm-hmm. i'm simply poggers yeah they've been punched up and aigami's been punched down but he has a thousand life points left, and like at this point, the duel sort of gets interrupted. Like the power cuts out of the, the like the sort of temple room that they're in, because the computer's like, "Yeah, we fucking scanned it, dog. We're good to go." Your Etsy yep. shop is gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Time to lunch. Time to go to space. Yeah. So they they hook the 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 winch on the helicopter to it, and Mokuba hops on top of the fucking case for it because he 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 wants to go on a joyride. Like he's riding a yeah. horse. He's allowed. He straddles he's it to. like he's riding a horse. He doesn't just like hop on its side saddle like a normal <laughs> normal young lad. Safety first. Listen, he's having fun. Boy. I support him. Yeah. I support him. Uh, he's allowed. And it's good that he's on there because Aigami teleports the thing and just smashes his hand through the glass to grab some pieces. I Mokuba, noticed. Mokuba headbutts him. <laughs> possibly bites him. It looked like he was going to bite him. Yeah. I noticed that, like, um, Diva's, like, his hand goes through the glass before the glass shudders. Like, he does weird yeah. kind of phasing through teleport magic because he's a weird dimensional child boy. Um, and, yeah, we, he he may or may not have stolen the pieces of the Millennium Puzzle. It's impossible to say. Yeah, he, he, he does the, like, uh, the, the he clenches the fist like the meme from 2012. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he, like, he, he can't warp again to it after he gets pushed up because his, his fucking blink hasn't recharged yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then they're like, okay, whatever, we're good. Uh, bye. They, they, they fucking fly off. But, but, but fucking our, 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 our friend Aigami's friend Mani is still here. And, uh-oh, chief. Yeah, he, he looks good. down in the, into the pit that they dug the, the Which, puzzle out can of. can I say, not a very deep pit. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to it, dig that much. It, it's like a twenty foot deep pit. I thought it'd be a bit longer. Yeah, and he finds uh, bad news. It's the Millennium Ring. Uh oh. I'm sure it's fine now. Surely uh, this won't end up being a problem later on. Oh yeah. boy. No, it's Surely totally. Not. It's it's fine now. It's it's, it's good. fine now. The devil's dead. <laughs> yeah, they give it a wee singe cleanse. It's no no bad vibes on this. No, no not at all. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's purified. Oh, uh, we we, we cut to Joey. He's asleep. Uh, and he wakes up oh. on top of the Kaiba Court blimp. Yep, he's uh, on the sex stream. Kaiba is also there, and he's taunting Joey. It's his humiliation fetish this time. He's making um, Joey faces as he taunts at Joey. Joey. And he's 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 making fun of Joey because he can't afford the new dual disc. Uh, it is very obvious that this is the version of Kaiba that lives in Joey's mind. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rent free. Rent free. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then, then you know, like, he fucking pushes Joey off the blimp through the power of capitalism, and Joey <gasps> wakes up in school, in the, in the, 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 the hall. The gym. 
Jim. Yeah, they're they're rehearsing for graduation, <laughs> and Yugi is saying his speech. We're not exactly sure why he gets a speech, but he's Yugi, he's so he should special get one. boy. I, I'm pretty sure it's because he's on student council. He's he's got yeah. the special boy rank because he's definitely it's not cool. valedictorian. He's not that smart. No. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's specifically graduation rehearsals. Um, there is a point at which uh, uh, Honda turns around and he's like fully crying at graduation rehearsals. Yeah, because Yugi's um, speech was so good. He's yeah. proud of his, <laughs> proud of our little boy. We're all so proud of I. him. So am I. I will yeah. hand it to Honda once. Once. He loves his friends. I don't love him. Everyone well, loves you know, boy, you're not his friend, so. Well, big boy. Yeah, he's I'm a fucking big boy glad. Um, we see Aigami in the back talking to his sister Sarah. Or is, I, he, is Sarah her, his sister? Or is she yeah, just there? Yeah, she's his sister. So I, okay, I'm yeah, his yeah. sister. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're Agami's sister. Yep. And Agami hands you, Sarah, uh, a piece of the puzzle that he swiped. Yep. And he's like, uh, hold on to this. I'll keep Bye. it safe. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Um, yeah, and, th- and then she she disappears, and Aigami's like still sort of in Bye. the gym. And then, by Sarah, and and Nagami walks up to Yugi and pals, and he's like, "Uh, let's hang out. Let's let's I, I it's after school. I have my sort of persona time slot open. Uh, let's like work on our social links." And they and end up going bowling together. They go bowling. Uh, Yugi and Bakora do a high five when Taya gets a strike because they're dating. They're friends. Yeah, because well, they're I, I don't yeah, know if they do high five is and they just kind of like reach their hands up and like touch for an extended period of time because they, they're dating. They, they like clasp hands. It's like woo. They yeah. like put their hands together and I'm just like it's cool that they're dating. I love this for them. Heart shipping yeah. good. Heart shipping good. Yeah, yes. yeah. They go to Burger World, like from season zero. Yep. Yeah, you can still yeah. see the fucking singed booth seat where y- Yami burns Spider to death. <laughs> yeah, Spider Memorial booth. Um, <laughs> been here for three years. Kind of weird that we have a memorial for like a criminal, but whatever. He was our manager, okay, for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's you know it's just a lesson about how all bosses are criminals. Uh, exactly. This is a socialist restaurant. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like, they're just hanging out. Um, Agami is like, oh, Yugi, like, I'd love to duel you. And Yugi's like, mm, yeah, like, tournament at my house later. And then yeah. we kind of cut to Kaiba, who's also like, a tournament at my house later. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we cut to her reflection in, like, a marine iguana's eye and it, as it's staring at the, the space elevator. Uh, and in the, dub, in the dub at this point, elevator. we do get the Kaiba hacking theme. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> um, I also want to point out, so this is a space elevator that is like, goes down to the bottom of the ocean and again, like straight without break into outer space. How badly has Kaiba fucked the orbit of the Earth by doing this? Like he's done irreparable damage to this planet. I, I think fine. the tides don't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. There there are no oceans. There are just large period like lakes of salt water. Yep, this perfectly flat. <laughs> he's extincted about like 10% of the Earth species. I will say, will say, yet again, because this is a Gundam movie, this exact thing happens in Gundam Reconquista, and it, like, it allows people to get into space without doing Big Rocket, which is actually better for the environment, so maybe Kaiba's onto something here, is what I'm saying. Well, the, yeah, the, the path there is fraught and filled with, um, fucking, you know, marine iguanas, I guess. Yeah, dark uh, dark yeah. and full of dangers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he, oh my god. <laughs> He gets in like this fucking single seat, like Chuck E. Cheese ass ride looking elevator. The gamer chair. He gets in this fucking gamer chair, his air conditioned, like built in speakers. It's the fucking scorpion gamer chair that has screens. Oh my god, it is. He has like five cup holders in it, and he's like, 
See you on the other side, fuckers. This and thing looks rockets like a drop shot ride. It looks like a drop shot ride, but just for one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just fucking launches him into his fucking space elevator station that's like in the stratosphere. Yeah, it's the I tower from Kaiba. Roller Coaster Tycoon if you crank the speed all the way up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really love that it's for one person. Kaiba it's made a it single for him seater. And him alone. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Elon Musk ass fucking. <sighs> I hate this man. I hate this clown. And yeah, like he, he gets into the space station, um, which is he in gets, space. Yeah, he, he he's going through it by himself because he likes to be alone in space. Uh, yeah. On this huge, like, conveyor belt. Have just we for mentioned him. how the Kaiba Corp space station is literally in the shape of the Kaiba Corp logo? It's really it cool is. and also really fucking dumb. It's so stupid. It. funny. It's really funny. It, 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 it no wouldn't sense. be. It couldn't be anything it's else. It's in space. He can make it whatever shape he wants. There's no dragon space. This is what happens when you have too much money. You're like, I'm gonna spend more money just to make things inefficient because I like the aesthetic. Jeff yep. Bezos voice. Ugh, uh, Elon Musk voice. Uh, and the reason he went up here for whatever reason, as I guess, I guess he moved his computer up into a space station room because he like has Mr. the computer Kaiba. up here. It's like a floating fucking desktop like box, and it's like uh, it'll take six hours to put the fucking puzzle together. And it's just like what took using you the power eight of years. space, we're able to do puzzle better. Kaiba yeah, literally you- had to escape Earth's gravity in order to like be able to put the Millennium Puzzle together. We, we fucking computers. we fucking can't stress this enough. It's just Gundam, folks. It's, it's just Gundam. This is literally a Gundam movie. Yeah, and he's just put. He has the computer put the puzzle together. Yeah, it can and do I- it. It, it could do, do that. Yeah. What took Yuki eight years will take the computer six hours. Yeah. That's the power of science, baby. That's the yeah. He has like five PS4s strapped together doing that. The fucking master. Wouldn't computer. it be the PS5s because the PS5s are Seto Kaiba PS5s? They yeah, he got it early. Lo- they do look like Seto Kaibas. Uh huh. Yeah. He got it early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we cut now to sort of like. A normal scene again, where Aigami and Bakura and Jinochi are, like, walking down the street to visit Yugi for their little game And this is the last time I'm happy for the rest of this movie. (laughs) This is when Aigami turns to the camera and says, hi, Audrey, check this out. (laughs) What'd he do? So, they're just having, like, a casual conversation, and, like, you know, Aigami, like... Aikami shows the cube to them, the quantum cube to them, and he's like, hey, check out this cool thing I have. And, like, Bakura's like, oh, that's, like, really cool. You know, I've been, like, super It's a card into- case. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I've been, I, I really like artifacts because my dad was, like, a collector of artifacts. Um, You know, I've actually, like, moved around a bunch because of it, and I was, like, you know, I've been a bunch of places, including Egypt, and Aikami's like, oh, you've been to hey, Egypt, Bakura. huh? Ooh. Hey, Bakura, tell me about <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> and, yeah, so so there's like, the, like Igami just looks at him, and then we cut to like another scene. But it, things, Igami, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> what do we cut yeah. to from this? Please take uh, this away to, from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like you know, um, uh, Grandpa has like left the game shop and is like, hey Yugi, uh, take care of the game shop. And Yugi is kind of just like sitting in the back of the game shop, like looking through his cards, building a deck. His his the golden Millennium Puzzle deck box is still there, and he's just kind of like you know sitting there chilling, vibing. And then he kind of looks up, and there's a little strangely dressed girl, um, who turns out to be Sarah, and she's like, oh wow, Yugi, that's a that's a cool box. 
And Yugi's like, mm, this is my special box. You can't. They kind of have a conversation, and eventually Sarah just kind of reaches forward and hands him a literal piece of the Millennium Puzzle. Uh, and Yugi's like, oh, holy Uh-oh. fuck. Uh- and then we get this. She just kind of pulls him into the soup, and we go on an extended uh, sequence. Um, we, we, we go on an exposition dark ride. She's like, yeah, we are she... the chosen one, the Plana. We will make this world a new one, but better. And... Oh my god, are they the Plana in the in the dub? Yeah, yeah. the Plana. Huh, we said that earlier, goddammit. Um, Sarah, was, Sarah wasn't back well, yet. Oh, I, I didn't heard... even remember. I may have also heard Prana, because it's Prana in the... Yeah, it's it's linguistics, you know. But uh, actually, well, no, because I to 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 dwell on it now, because like prana is the Sanskrit word for like breath or life, because mm. um, mm-hmm. you know in yoga you have like pranayama, which yeah. is like how to do breathing good, basically, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, so it's kind of like it's in the prana is like life force, but like plana is like planar shit, which is yeah. actually yeah. really a cool yeah. way yeah. of that's, that's so cool. Yeah, the official cool. the official translation is plana. Um, hmm. So I always assumed that it came from planar. It works both ways. Yeah. And she's like, we are the chosen ones. We'll make a better world. You're also a chosen one, I guess. Uh, Don't let the pharaoh come back. Bye. Hey, speaking of chosen ones. (laughs) Yeah, I do want (laughs) to emphasize that, like, the kind of pivotal plot thing is that, like, if the pharaoh returns like from the dead then the the prana aren't going to be able to go to their special place that they really want to do and like yugi hears this and is like okay they're super heaven yeah super heaven yeah um and yeah like he finds out all the stuff but then she's just gone and he's back to normality and everything is the same and yeah Uh, at this point we sort of cut over the space station again where the computer is like, uh, puzzle's about ready, but we got we got, we got a couple missing pieces. Yeah, hey, and sorry, Kyber- boss. We're missing a couple pieces here. I'm the computer. Uh, <laughs> Marco? Yeah. Mar- is that you, Marco? Are yeah, you I got here? a job as a computer. I'm <laughs> I got a puzzle. So <laughs> and and Kaiba realizes that it's Aigami's trick, and he took them when he fucking smashed his hand into the glass and took them into Egypt and Kuelna. Oh, boy. Audrey, what happens next? Yeah, Audrey, how about you tell us? Oh, um, I start crying, uh, is what happens (laughs) next. Uh, Check out how hard I can cry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fuck me. Um, Okay, so we're back with um, Aigami and uh, Jonochi and Bakura, and Aigami's like, oh, you mentioned Egypt. Hey, do you want to tell me about Egypt? And Bakura's like, "Uh, not really, actually. And Aigami's like, no, tell me about Egypt. And, and Bakura uh, has a real bad time um, as like years of mental repression um, in his Swiss cheese brain um, like start failing him and all these repressed memories of like his life under possession of the ring and he's like compelled to like tell his story out loud um yeah and he's like it like it, it's it's like horrible to watch actually because you can see like he's really trying to, he has a line that's like why am i talking about this um as he's like yeah, having and like, and like he's on the ground like rising yeah it's he's on the ground so much he's on the ground in obvious pain and he's saying why am i saying these things why am i talking about this and jenochi's like hey uh what the fuck are you okay and it's like looking back and forth between him and aigami and being like what the what the hell are you doing to him stop um and um as like as he's like you know demanding that aigami stop whatever it is he's doing to bakura um the world fades away a little bit 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not good. Um, so the world stay- stays the same, but like everyone around them, it- it's suddenly empty except for the three of them. Um, and uh, Jonochi like tries to physically stop Aigami, and Aigami's like, uh, uh-uh. "Look at you resorting to violence." Um, what low level as I expected. And he's like, listen, this isn't about you. Um, the Millennium Item holders are talking. Uh, <laughs> bye. Yeah. Um, yeah, get, bye. get snapped. <laughs> yeah, so um, Joey gets vaporized too. Fucking... And this is, uh, we get kind of an explanation of what's happening here. And it's a little high concept. Uh, and it's basically like, so it, our perception of reality is it's not just ours it's linked to everyone else's and as like a collective unconscious we like collect you know we have this uh kind of col- uh I'm trying to think of the word Yeah good luck bro uh, collective unconsciousness Collectively we all no, like it is collective ag- consciousness. agree on yeah we we all construct this world around us and it's not just made up of any one person's perceptions or senses or anything. Uh, and basically what Aigami does is separates you from all those other people. So you are oh. living on entirely your own perceptions in your own uh, little world. And uh, basically that just means you're going to peter out at some point because uh, you're you're separated from uh, the that collective unconscious. Yeah, kind of like I- basically... The situation which Joey finds himself in is that the world will only exist in as far as he can remember everything about the world, mm-hmm. and yeah. if he forgets a thing, it ceases to exist, and he just kind of like he just starts running, and things are dissolving around him, and it's like a lot. It's yeah, a very says, emotionally can, affecting yeah. scene. Yeah, how can the world be real if you aren't real? I will yeah. also I will also mention that before sorry before um. Jonochi gets zapped. Um, Bakura is able to um, sort of start describing. He gets to the point before he's like, "Wait, why the fuck am I saying these things?" Mm-hmm. Um, to, to sort of start describing a night like eight years ago when um, he stowed away on a ship um, that his father was taking to uh, to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he, and he's like yeah it was like a night like all these years ago and my father was looking for this particular artifact and I stowed away on the ship wait why am I talking about this it's uh honestly this is the moment in which the movie goes absolutely sicko mode and it does not let up yeah oh yeah everything's going yeah. away like I think Joey's starting to like vanish himself yeah like his feet start turning golden and disappearing yeah um, we, we yeah, get a I couple cuts we... back to Joey. Yeah, yeah, like we come back to Joey, and then we, <laughs> and then after that whole kind of Joey disappearing scene, it's back our time again. Yeah, so you get, very briefly, there's like a short interlude where like um, uh, Honda has like found Jonochi's um, bike and dual disc, and is like, mm. uh, that seems unlikely. Um, oh yeah, because they're like he would never leave this. Right, unlikely, and he like calls Yugi, and Yugi's like, uh, okay, take me there, and they ride on the motorcycle. <laughs> They ride oh, on the motorcycle shit. and Yugi gets his own special helmet. Yugi, oh, Yugi on a motorcycle, it's great to look at. Anyway, um, Bakura's re-experiencing trauma. Um, hey, sorry, the, the good thing to look at here is Yugi's hair underneath the motorcycle helmet. Yeah. yeah. Restrained. Quite a look. Quite a look. Temporarily. 
Yeah, so the scene we see now is a bit of a, a retcon of a little bit of a retcon for the anime and a major retcon for the manga. Uh, mm. So uh, in Egypt, again, eight years ago, uh, Shadi is leading the um, uh, the plena. So yeah, so like, uh, Aigami like forces this memory back on Bakura, basically. Um, and like, he's in, in the past and... Um, his uh Bakura's father is finally made it to um the cool Elna tomb uh to be like please Mr. Shadi I would like <laughs> the ring please um and baby baby Bakura is like uh, in the back hiding behind a pillar uh, yeah like uh, he's fucking offering money for the ring yeah he yeah, his, yeah Mr. He takes Mr. a duffel bag full of wads of cash out yeah yeah it's and Shadi's like mm, cannot do it, and he's like it's like I don't want your money, but um, the ring already has um, a destined owner, and uh, you try it on a- if you want. Like the ring already has a destined <laughs> owner <laughs> and um, something something else as well, um, and uh, like a, or like in a destined time to be used or something. Um, oh, and also also the ring. Uh, it oh, said and, that it oh, has right. an ancient evil spirit in right, it, so you might not want to do that. Right, exactly. It's like it's like this has a destined owner, and also there's like a malevolent spirit in this thing, so maybe don't. And he's like, nope, gotta have that ring. Uh, I want it. I need it. Gotta have it. Um, All right, bitch, put yeah. it on. And Chani's yeah, so, like, yeah. Kind of a like, pushover here. He's just like, okay, well, if you really want it, just try it on, man. I mean, Shadi ha- has this whole song and dance that he always does with people who are searching for the scented items where he's like, no, you can't do it. And he's like, you probably I- don't. You probably don't want to do, <laughs> do it. This. But I guess if you really want to, I-, like, I could I could let you. Yeah, it's like, all right, colonizer, you asked for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, his Mr. Bakura puts the ring on and... Uh, Gets fucking deaded. Um, it, like, yeah, his yeah. heart stops. <laughs> he fully dies. Um, Pretty much immediately. Um, black magic like comes out from the ring and um, fucking kills him. He has a big skull and stuff. Um, and a purple vip. Yeah. And um, Bakura uh, like Papa. runs out from the pillar and goes, Papa! Which is like Papa. heartbreaking. Papa. It's Papa. so, oh my god, I it makes Papa. me sob a lot. Um, and and um, happens to like touch the ring while looking at his father's corpse. Yeah, because it's fucking like father's dying words sure aren't just like, oh, the ring. I want like, the ring. Fucking Give me the dying. ring. And he's still just thinking about the ring that just killed him. Think about those rings. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he, um, <laughs> he touches the ring and, oopsie, guess- Uh-oh, ah, beans, ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> we oh, haven't, no. you know, we are just, Shawty just mentioned a destined owner. Uh-huh. Look, and, uh, looks like we found it. So, like, rather than killing it, Shawty's like, oh, what? Excuse me? Because he did not see <laughs> this small child being the destined owner of the oh. ring. Um, but he sure is, and it's time for baby's first possession. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of many. And, um, the ring doesn't just embed the points as we've seen in earlier... No. 
seasons of itself into Bakura's body, it fully embeds itself in there. Like the entire thing is like in his flesh. Yeah, uh, and, it, like, and it's his so nasty. like just just I'm the way it's framed is like you know there's so there's all this wind and special effects and just like the little kid Bakura's like shirt is like blown open. Yeah, uh, and we just kind of see all the points of the rings just like thrumming towards his chest like being blown towards it and then we cut away thank fuck yeah that would have been yeah, rough really. to see um but like you know what the fuck is happening and it cuts and then- back and the little horns Ooh. the hair horns on his head are pointing straight up so you know he's bad now and oh. he he's got evil it's face symbolic but he's so cute he's so precious um and he's, he's like, like little rascal. precious moments but, My and, precious little baby zork. Yeah. And he, like, looks straight at Shawnee and he's like, about time I get to kill you. Jeez, dude, I've had enough of you looking over my ass for the uh, <laughs> the past however long you've been the guardian of these items. Screw you. And, and he, yeah, he simply does it. Yeah. He and simply he, um, does it. He fucking, like, blasts Shawnee's ass. Uh, and also, simply like, a murder. bunch of the other kids in the room. Oh yeah, he does. He, he kills several people here. It's fine. Yeah. It's normal. I, you never done anything wrong. Although, no, 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 notably speaking, some of the survivors include a, a little diva, the baby diva, baby Sarah, and baby uh, witnesses to to their guardian's murder. Maybe something mm-hmm. they might want. Kind of like a yeah, something motivation. For... Impossible to say. Yeah, we just don't know. Yeah, and like as as Shadi lays dying, he gives the Millennium Cube to Aigami and just cube. fucking beefs it. The cube. Cube. Um, and yeah, that's kind of like sort of like the end of the scene. It's like, oh, we get to see the fucking like origin of Yami Bakura. Pretty fucking sick. I mean, it's bad, but it's good. So yeah, again, so not not a big retcon for the anime where you just see his dad pick it up in a market um, and and be like. And the seller there is like, I have a feeling that this is meant for you. And then his dad, like, I have a feeling this is meant for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it is a huge retcon for the anime where his dad is dead instead of the, uh, sorry, for the manga, where his dad is dead now and very much not the living curator of the Domino Museum, which is like a vital part of Bakura yeah. being able to like make the diorama for... Millennium World. Anyway. Yeah, because anyway. this is in the sort of Yu-Gi-Oh! anime universe. This is the first time we've ever seen Bakura's dad. Um, mm-hmm. No, there, there. you see him from the back in a, in a very... Er, in Duelist Kingdom. Oh, okay. uh, that does, it doesn't count if you see the back of his head. Yeah, in, in, Duelist Kingdom, <laughs> in Duelist Kingdom, when, like, uh, Yugi's talking about, like, hey, your ring has the same symbol as uh, my puzzle. What's up with that? He's like, yeah, my dad bought this for me to market in ancient Egypt where he was, like, um, a researcher. Um, mm. So you see, like, the back of his head. He looks different. He has blue hair. Um, More than oh, you know. All right, weird. And not, like, a sick beard. I mean, you just see yeah. his back, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Impossible to say. Um, yeah. Back to the scene, we sort of, we cut to present day, and, like, Bakura is, like, straight fucked up right now. He's, like, sobbing, and he's, like, you know, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault. He's sobbing, and, like, I'm sobbing, everyone's yeah. sobbing. <laughs> And and, and and Aigami, or Diva, is, like, hesitating now. He's, like, oh, shit, like, maybe it wasn't his fault. Um, and, like, before he can sort of decide not to do it, fucking your boy Mani shows up because, you know, as we saw before, he grabbed the Millennium Ring and he's evil Mani now. And he's basically like, well, if you're not going to kill him, fucking I will. Yeah, get out of my way, chump. Uh, yeah. he, he just, like, puts Bakura in a chokehold uh, and is 
oh, gonna kill him. There, there yeah. may be some malevolent energy left in the ring that is maybe a little mad at Yugi and his friends for thwarting. For, you know, <laughs> thwarting. Gest- gest- gestures vaguely at season five. Yeah, thwarting major <laughs> uh, 3,000 years of planning. But uh, money regains control for just a little bit. Uh, and Bakura gets teleported. Uh, Igami and Mani both get teleported as well. And Mani just gets fucking destroyed by the, the ring. Um, well, welcome to hell, kid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but like Bakura just kind of gets like teleported out of existence here, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Bakura ba- gets Thanos snapped. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. We like and, we don't and, and, even get the luxury of a kind of Jonuchi running scene. He's mm-hmm. just gone. Bakura, he's just, he's just gone until further yeah. notice. Yeah. He's gone. Bakura. Yeah, Mani's, Bakura. Mani's dead, and Diva's in like desert purgatory or whatever. And he like sort of sees the Millennium Ring on the ground, and he's gonna get it. But then he sort of like hears, you know, he like snaps to the real world and hears Yugi searching for his good friend Jonuchi. Yeah, yeah, being good friends. Uh, and speaking of Jonuchi. Jonuchi's having a bad time. Um, Not great. Not great. Not great. Fucking everything reality is dissolving around him. This could could be the end for old Joey Wheeler slash Katsuya Jonuchi. But uh, we do get to see, you know, a flash of light and a sort of a recognizable silhouette that we may have seen before, perhaps in a church, perhaps in Egypt. Perhaps he. over the course of two and a half years. Uh-huh. Impossible to say. Uh-huh. Could be him. Uh-huh, him. Uh huh. Him. And then you know we're back. We're back. Yugi, Yugi, Honda, Taya. Uh, we're, we're they're looking for Joey, and they, you know they get to like a town square. They're um, talking to uh, to D- Diva, who uh, kind of explains who he is to Yugi and Co. Uh, and is like, hey, I fucking killed Joey. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, and then- <laughs> Pretty fun and sexy of me to do so. Yeah. But then uh, that, that, that kind of gets interrupted by that same flash, and guess who's back? Back Joey again in the flesh. Joey's back. Joey's back. Taylor, friend. He's good. It's fine. Um, fucking now they're like, I guess we gotta see. Like he he. I, I think at this point, like Agami fucks off, mm-hmm. and Jinoti's like about to tell Yugi that he saw Yami, but for just fucking whatever reason, decides not to. Yeah, he does, they, they, they don't even I, get interrupted I, by anything. Junichi's just like good that he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we were saying during the commentary that like maybe he didn't want to sort of like you know bring up those memories again. Yeah, you, which makes you, sense. Yugi thinks about it enough. He doesn't. He doesn't need Joey. Yeah. like bringing. Yeah, he'll, oh yeah, life. he would definitely feel bad if like he Atem showed himself to someone other than Yugi. Yeah, like because it, it would suck if you're Junichi and you're like, oh hey Yugi, I saw your soulmate that you haven't seen in two years. Yeah. So um, yeah, I get, I get why he doesn't. Yeah. Though I hope he does later. Well, man, I'd like to find that out yeah. if that were true. Um, and then they're like, they go to find Bakura. Uh huh. And, and then we cut to uh, Igami's just chilling on a roof, as you do when you're a sort of like broody emo guy who wants to do murder. Uh huh. And we find out that fucking Kaiba Corp Domino City has his own secret police. <laughs> fucking like yeah. Splinter. It is Splinter Cell Squad yeah. who shows up. Yeah, like this he's fucking. Incredible. Cyber fucking tech marines drop out of a helicopter and arrest Igami and put a special <laughs> tech blindfold on him to keep him from using the cube. 
It blocks his Dorito forehead. Yeah. This yeah. is this is like again a continuing uh uh demonstration of how irrevocably Kaiba fucks up the city state that is Domino City. Yeah. Like he's ruined the Earth's atmosphere, he's enacted a police state, he has his own secret police, um, everything runs on um the capitalism that feeds into Kaiba Corp. You can't even have citizenship rights if you don't uh, buy Kaiba Corp products. Yeah, uh, like, you know, I, well, those I are mean, industrial illusions products. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> true. Listen, it's he, a it's a deck, not a dual disc. He didn't get to enact the police, or Set didn't get to enact the police state in ancient Egypt. So you know, Kaiba's doing it. Yeah. Eventually, someone has to. He someone did, has to. Though. He did get to do it in ancient Egypt. Yeah, he kind of did, actually. Um, yeah, history, yeah. history repeats itself. We have an episode title at, named after it. Yeah. It's happening again. Yeah. It's hap- It just keeps happening. Yeah. It's um, happening again. But yeah, then sort of after, you know, uh, Agami gets arrested and then we kind of cut to y- y- Yugi still looking for Bakura and he sort of comes to like the, the famous Tokyo crosswalk and all the traffic is stopped <laughs> because of fucking... A Kaiba's drama queen oligarchy. standing in the middle of it. Yeah, he's just standing in the middle of the, the, the intersection. There's like in five the spotlights rain. giving him 50 different shadows. The rain is pouring. It's the most drama. Honestly, Everybody's walking at him. I think this is artificial rain that Kaiba has created in order to increase the drama of the situation because that's what he's like. Yeah, he has like high-powered sprinklers on every rooftop. And basically this is the way... Machine. This is the way in which Kaiba has decided to meet Yugi in order to demand that he take place in a duel tournament. Yeah, because he he knows he's like well, the puzzle's here. I need two more pieces. Pretty I sure know you, you got, got one. one. I know you got one. I know our our fucking friend Aigami has one. Um, come fight or else? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I guess there's no really stakes, but he knows Yugi's gonna do it anyway. I mean, listen, he runs the city. He could do so much. Like he, but he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to say anything. Yeah, yeah, because because he knows that Yugi will do it because you know you Kaiba Kaiba and Yami were together and Kaiba and Yugi weren't, but Yugi knows that he wants to be nice to Kaiba for Yami's sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Yugi knows he needs to help Kaiba even start going through the five stages of grief. Um, so yeah, yeah exactly. he agrees. He agrees. Um, and sort of Kaiba <laughs> fucking fucks off in a helicopter, uh, totally <laughs> against health and safety regulations yet again. As soon as Kaiba leaves, the traffic starts again, completely disregarding the other boy standing in the middle of the intersection. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them is safe. not ruler of the city-states. They don't care if he dies. And doesn't have a, a fleet of police at his command. Listen, mm-hmm. when the light says green, that means you go. Exactly. <laughs> you, have to, you have to fucking follow the traffic laws. You don't want to get a ticket. Tickets in Domino City are probably so expensive because they have to fuel Kaiba's you know, habit of going fucking dueling virtually his boyfriend they have to pay for that elevator somehow they gotta pay for that fucking elevator he built that elevator in two years at most if a pedestrian that's crazy if a pedestrian gets hit that's on them that's on them they get fucking nothing yeah yeah uh but he's saved by sarah who fucking blinks him off to the sidewalk and she does the same exposition she's always been doing saying yeah if he would have gotten hit by a truck if one of the magical people hadn't helped him like yeah Yeah. he wouldn't have shown up to the tournament and kaiba would have been like wait what what he got hit he what he's in the hospital (laughs) why did why did he do that (laughs) why did he get hit by that truck and everyone's like, um, Mr. Kaiba, sir, and shows him, like, the Domino City code of traffic rules thingy, highway code. Yeah. I um, mean, he he completely wouldn't learn his lesson. He would be like, God damn it, Yugi. 
Why did you have to get? Why did you make yourself get you, hit by that? Why would you put me through this? Yeah, <laughs> Yuki, this is all your fault for being a small, delicate boy. Um, but yeah, when when Sarah takes him aside, she does the same exposition as usual, where she's like, "Yeah, if you build the puzzle and the pharaoh comes out, we're all gonna like become normal or die or something. Yeah. Up to you or not. Fucking bye." Oh, also help my brother, please. Help my brother. Help help my dear stupid friend brother Aigami. You know he's your friend. You know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We love him. We love him, folks. Yeah, and we we get a flashback to Aigami and Sarah back in Egypt when they were young. Uh, they were being cared for by some some guy, just some guy who. Oh yeah, was... this is the child abuse scene. Yeah, this is the child abuse scene. Yeah, it's a scene where child abuse happens. Yeah, that's all we're gonna say about it. Yeah, there's child abuse. Uh, they have a tragic backstory. People shrug emoji. They don't get fed. They don't get water. We'll get on how that uh, that guy gets on later. Um, <laughs> and he he is now in a Kaiba Court prison. <laughs> You know the things—the yeah. things that normal corporations have. There aren't regular a, prisons in Domino. I tell you that much. There's a prison only complex prisons. capable of you know containing magical beings that he just probably constructed within the last twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. And fucking his interrogator is Malcolm. Is a little cream-faced business boy. <laughs> he should not be in charge of this operation. <laughs> yes, he should. <laughs> I think he's doing a good job. At least get one of the goons to do it. They're a little more intimidating. Let Mokuba yeah, say look, fuck. What's, Ke- what's Kimo doing these days? You know, he, he can use a job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's been fired for sure by now. Yeah, he Roland, doesn't have the job security that Roland does. Yeah, Isono's or the croquet. only one to survive. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't even say anything. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to duel. We he, know that like, the other piece is inside your queue, but we can't get to it. Uh, so you're, we're just going to duel you for it. All right? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, and then we kind of we cut to the Kaiba Corp Stadium, and like there's a bunch of people winning. There's a big tournament that's gonna happen. The Blue uh, Angels are doing a flyover. <laughs> yeah, the real normal solid Blue Angels. Yeah, yeah. They fly over once, perfectly fine. They fly over again, uh, and uh, one of the jets, the engines just completely shorts out at the exact wrong time because it crashes right in the middle of the stadium or is going to but uh then a, a blue eyes white dragon fucking explodes out of the the middle of the stage <laughs> and demolishes the jet in a burst of fire big explosion uh, and everybody's fucking screaming and terrified <laughs> Uh, bef- and then Kaiba yeah, the entire Im- crowd just starts running for their lives because they all think they are literally about to die. <laughs> yeah, and, and Kaiba emerges from the fireball and is like, "This is the future. This is great. I love it." Uh, he goes. This, this is what my dual my dual disc could do. The power of the mind. He goes. He goes on this fucking insane rant. Yeah. He goes on about how humanity, like, is has always been striving off conflict and war, and how the only way you can escape it is through death. And <laughs> then he, he ends it with like, "Now buy my everybody is imbued with a soul. The body takes up arms to protect that soul." Yeah, like he just does Gundam movie speech. <laughs> He's, you, you fucking free your souls from Earth's gravity. Consume product. The only, yeah, the only but way. But this time it's capitalist. Right, yeah. The only way to get into heaven is to buy a dual disc. Yeah. yeah. He's selling <laughs> Kaiba Corp concessions. 
And basically, he wants he wants it. to make the singularity with the new dual discs. This isn't a coliseum; yep. it's a mega church. He just wants to do human <laughs> instrumentality project. Literally, it's like the he's gonna make the Kybercorp suit because he's gonna take everyone's dual discs, upload everyone's brains through the dual discs into like a fucking Kybercorp sponsored brain soup. That's mm-hmm. the future. It's far wild. Yeah, Kyber. Oh, it's fucking insane. I love him so much. He's such a good character. <laughs> and also in in this in this sort of crowd shot, we do see I posted the, an image of it in our scheduling chat. There we do are. see Rex Weevil in the crowd confirmed in the top left. You They're hanging also out. see a there's a dark magician cosplayer. There is a Yuki cosplayer. There's a Kaiba oh, cosplayer. There's this. a Dark Magician yeah. Girl cosplayer. There's a Celtic Guardian cosplayer. I love it. It's so it's cute. It's literally so any fun. other Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. They're you've not. Ever co- been to. They're not cos. Well, I mean, they're not just cosplayers. They're little kids. Like they're they're yeah. they're, they're in they're in like their Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. there's the Kaiba cosplayer. Oh my god. Yeah, god. I know. It's so, this is this is like Halloween 2003, where you could actually find Yu-Gi-Oh costumes at like Spirit Halloween. This Mega, is everyone we met at Necrocon. God, Mako and Mai and all the other fun duelists, they should all be in there. Esperoba. I miss Mai. Uh, Esperoba's not a fun duelist. I like Esperoba. All, <laughs> him fine. and all of his he's brothers. Just taking, yeah, he's just taking care of his brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and this is all to say that Kaiba's like, all right, and now I'm going to duel these two chumps. And Yugi and Aigami are paraded out. They're, like, lifted up on this, like, fucking, like, glass, like, floating uh, disc. And basically, like, Yugi is... Yugi sort of refuses to duel Kaiba. And he's like, no, I want to duel Aigami first. Because, like, you know, he's sort of spurred on by Sarah's request to Mm -hmm. save her brother. And, you know, Aigami's Uh, hurting his friends. In the dub, in the dub, uh, this is a really good line. I know Elliot loves it, which is why I'm bringing it up. Uh... He he's basically like, hey, I'm going to duel Aigami, and I I don't remember exactly how it goes, but he's like, I will duel Aigami, and you're gonna let me, or I won't participate in the tournament. And Kaiba's just like, is that a threat? Uh, and oh. I can't remember exactly how Yugi responds, but it's just it's it's fucking good. Just the not a threat, just the fact. <laughs> yeah, it's a threat and a promise, Kaiba. Oh. And basically, Kaiba ends up being like, yeah, fucking whatever, dog. I don't care. He <laughs> yeah. simply lets him. He's like, yeah, duel for my entertainment. I've I've missed having court jesters. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, bread and circuses Literally. for all. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much, like, you know, Yugi and Diva duel. Um, it's a pretty good duel. Pretty cool. Lots of cool cube monsters. Um, yeah, that's another dimension duel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much Yugi eventually wins. I don't really have much to say on this. Yeah, it just it's looks sick again. Looks it looks just, super sick. Yeah, he he uses a triple trap to uh, put Aigami into an infinite loop of like attacking himself over and over again. It's uh, just like he does Billy Corgan. Why are you hitting it's yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Yugi yeah. <laughs> is a fucking good duelist, and yeah, he coaxes Diva into a snafu. Yeah, yeah. Diva experiences botherations. Yeah, so uh, Diva gets blown back and uh, disappeared. He is what gone. Is, yeah, what is great about all of this is that there's like zero reaction from the audience. 
<laughs> yeah, like, they like know who you is. There's like 20,000 people in this Coliseum, and none of them are just, are like, they're watching people like disappear in front of their eyes. Yugi, before, when <laughs> Yugi's like, I'm the one who needs to like fight Aigami, like, Kai was like, what do you mean? He's like, I have a friend who's trapped in another dimension right now. Like, if I get, no one reacts at all. Yeah, like, this is presumably on like live TV on every screen in Domino City, like... <laughs> And also yeah. in front of 20,000 people live. It's just very funny that, like, all it's these really things happen yeah. to, like, yeah. zero reaction. Yeah, whenever Diva loses the duel, his body literally sinks and disappears into the floor. He dissolves into nothingness. And then a so young British lad care. appears in a pool of golden light in, in the crowd. Yeah, it's great. Um, like, right before um, Argami dies, we do get, like, that flashback again to, you know, him and his, like, the nasty man taking care of them. And, like... Long story short, fucking Shoddy shows up, probably kills the guy, impossible to say, but like he Shoddy we, we see Shoddy Shoddy mm-hmm. does Praxis. We and we see Shoddy this whole movie. He has these like sort of three like upside down Doritos yeah. on his forehead, like little golden triangles. And he like gives all the kids the little golden the triangles on their head. The Triforce, yeah. Um, and I guess that is like what sort of binds them to like that alternate dimension where they get to like hang out forever in. Um and and like he does that and like that's, I guess, him, you know, saving them and, like, they're able to, like, fuck off and live in math dimension from now on. So that's, like, the sort of, like, you know, last little bit of lore we get for Aigami before he beefs it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's something. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah. whenever, whenever uh, Aigami slash Diva is defeated, Bakura sort of oh, reappears in, in, in real world in the middle of a crowd. Um, you know, Junichi finds him, picks him up. He's like, hey, buddy. And then, you know, hey, the plot is over. It's all fine. We won. Yay. Dimensions were defeated. It's now time for Kaiba to duel Yugi in order to get the other two pieces of the Millennium Puzzle. Oh, God. Yeah. This is when I, this is when like it pops off for real, for real, Mm -hmm. for real. Mm -hmm. It's just like Kaiba's like, I will summon 10 different permutations of blue eyes. Yeah, yeah there are a million. There's just dragons are coming out and being destroyed. Yugi's laying traps left and right they're having banter it's uh, it's uh it is incoherent it is incoherent but fabulous to watch um especially yep. it does have my two favorite um cards that have come out in like the last five years um new magicians from yugi um apple yeah. and lemon magician girls um yes who are in a lesbian thruple with black magician girl it's great confirmed <laughs> i do want to Quickly go back and talk about before this duel starts properly, Kaiba just kind of yeets the Millennium Puzzle itself onto the field, mm, like mm, floating mm, there. Mm, uh, and Yugi has the last two pieces and he just kind of goes up. He's like, hey, Kaiba, <laughs> like, Kaiba, I didn't know how to tell you this, but like, I need to tell you it now. And he just goes he, he up. Does, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it quite yet. That's like, does he it's, not? It's, it, he does it it's the it almost during the end of the duel. Like, uh, yeah, also in the dub, there is a line after, like, the fifth dragon that Yugi destroys. Kaiba says, you really don't like dragons, huh? Uh, <laughs> very fun. Ha <laughs> uh, I mean, Kaiba's, I like these dragons. They're yeah, sexy Kaiba's, dragons. Yeah, Kaiba keeps summoning bigger and sexier blue-eyes white dragons. Uh, Yugi <laughs> at, at one point summons a dragon from hell that puts on a laser light show. Um, it's Gandora, his signature. Yeah, he, and, he, he of point- course, summons all the dark magician girls. At one point, he summons me personally. He summons Chaos Max Dragon, and Max Mm -hmm. is in all caps, which is how you know it's me. Mm -hmm. I always spell my name in all caps. Just like Dio. Just like Dio. Yeah. Um, And, like, after... Fucking... 
And at one he, point, uh, Yugi oh has to God. toss Kaiba a spell card because of a, a card effect or whatever. Uh, and he does just throw it across the arena. And and then that is uh, when Yugi does what he does. So Sarah, you, you can take it. Yeah, take it away. Okay, Sarah. back at it again. Yeah, like he just goes up, picks up the Millennium Puzzle out of where it's been hovering because of tech magic. And inserts the last two pieces into the Millennium Puzzle. And nothing happens. And he's just like, Kaiba told you a tab is dead please you have to accept this and kaiba's yeah pissed. like kaiba kaiba's fucking pissed kaiba is still after t- like not ready to go through the five stages of grace grease grief grease <laughs> no movie. you got it right <laughs> like his his anger is just like off the fucking charts he is like he's left this world very normal with how Ky- mad he is mad. he's going apoplectic Kaiba's yeah, thirst. Yeah. Kaiba's thirst. Also, we cut to Aigami, uh, and he finds the Millennium Ring in whatever weird planar dimension he's in. Yeah, because when yeah when he when he got beat, he got teleported back to Dairy Queen, aka the planar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and the ring an kind of uh, eats him. Oh yeah, yeah, because the ring is in dairy queen as we're calling it now i guess because uh your other boy got possessed by it and disappeared Mm -hmm. and took the ring back to dairy queen this makes Mm -hmm, sense now i never understood this about the plot yeah great we we piece it together we're making sense of things and yeah so uh diva finds the millennium ring in dairy queen and shit pops off yeah so basically like he you know yugi does the finishing blow with Black Magician at Kaiba, and, like, it would have killed him. He stops at 100 life points, and then, like, the power in the stadium shuts down. Mm-hmm. And everyone's freaking out because, like, the fucking hell rapture is happening. We see people, like, like wailing as they get, like, it's really funny away. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking funny. It's yeah, because we, like, the, the first, it just cuts <laughs> to, like, a shot of, like, somebody screaming as, like, the, the guy next to them is, like, vibrating in place and shadow particles are exploding out of their head uh it's it's really goofy it's it's pretty silly and like as this is happening like the world is becoming a shadow game and like the millennium cube shows up and gets bigger and bigger and bigger and fucking diva comes out he just steps out of the cube but he's fucked up he's so fucked in such a cool way he's like this gigantic like nasty like cube gargoyle man like his eyes are on cubes moving around his face the millennium ring is like you know fused into his chest he has like a weird cube stone tail stone wings he looks so fucking sick yeah like i think he literally says like oh marvel at my beautiful yet ugly appearance like oh it's uh, ugly yet beautiful is uh the order of those my bad uh yeah so so uh jot that down um i mentioned this on (laughs) on the commentary track as well but i really do um like the fact i keep making this joke but it it, it keeps being true what is the one constant in all your failed relationships it's that cursed millennium ring um fucking (laughs) um why when will it be stopped why do you even still have that thing um but so i really i really like that like at the end of all this like the only two items that you see used in this entire movie are the puzzle and the ring and the ring is the only one that has real power at all because even when the puzzle is completed like he's like uh no no spirits the head empty um yeah (laughs) um with it um but like the idea of the ring sort of retaining power even after zork has been defeated um really goes to show like back to what he was like zork was 
you know philosophizing about in in millennium world where it's like he was born from the evil in men's hearts and like he can be beaten but like never really destroyed um yeah people uh, are as always long, gonna as be long dicks. as there is as long as there is evil in man's heart which is like you know a thing to be like constantly vigilant vigilant about anyway i like that but i'm also like ring wearer stan 1991 mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm all about that ring all about that ring no yeah. puzzle <laughs> <laughs> no puzzle only ring and yeah, so yeah, it's time for Yugi to duel a uh, nasty fucked up diva. Uh, with Kaiba. With Kaiba! Yeah, yeah. Um, t- it's team time! Team time! Team time! And like, Kaiba just doesn't even like hesitate. He yeah. knows. He's like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, you and me, bro. Let's do we're it. Friend- we're-, we're friends, I think. Yeah, yeah, I it, think it's, a, yeah. It's, it's a shadow game. Uh, the final one. Let's do it. Yeah. Um,. And as they lose life points, their bodies start to disappear as well. So you know, Kaiba does play Miss Rona in dragon form. True. Yeah, he plays. He plays Wait, cool pandemic dragon, dragon. Literally. I just realized this is the fucking perfect intersection of Kaiba's two dueling strategies: crush card and dragon. Yeah. It's just a dragon of sickness. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. He did it. Mm-hmm. He, he fucking did it. But unfortunately, he can't do it for long because, like, eventually, like Kaiba gets taken out of the picture. Like he, I don't know. Yeah, if it does, he, he, he we don't even himself. really need to narrate this one because they don't stand a chance. Is he, yeah, yeah, he they, sacrifices they himself. Beef it. Yeah, to do a thousand um, a thousand points of damage, basically to to Aigami directly. He's like, I'm going to die, but I'm gonna sort of take you with me. Yeah, and like, as well, he I dies, mean, he mostly does it to save Yugi. And as he dies, he just kind of, like, reaches his hand to the side and just, like, hands Yugi the Millennium Puzzle and is like, right, do it. Come on, um, bro. I don't care if you said he's dead. We need him now. Figure this shit out. Oh, yeah. I'm going so to good. die now. I'm going to die now. So, yeah, Yugi puts on the Millennium Puzzle and, and continues the duel with renewed strength. Um... And he's doing okay, but there does come a point. Yeah, he's he's on the ropes. He's got like two hundred life points left. Uh, And it's it's kind of like he goes to draw his card, and he's he's lost all his strength, and he begins to pass out. Uh, And it's kind of like if only. Sorry, I'm just going to interject a bit. Like the 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 implication is like if only he could draw this card with the physical strength of his body that he could have then he could Mm -hmm. win this duel but like unfortunately yeah Yeah. also in in the dub uh before he passes out he says i still believe in the heart of the cards (laughs) i think you'll find he says i still believe in the heart of the car yeah yeah he can't get the full Uh, sentence out uh, 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 i think i think i think i'm gonna actually post the the dub version of the scene uh, in scheduling chat, if you if any of y'all want to watch it, I, do. I watch it every single fucking week, every day of um, my life. I palm slam the version, the this scene. Oh, so yeah, who wants to hey. take it? Who wants to take it? I, um, I can, uh, unless someone else really wants to. I'm I'm happy for someone I else. I think to re- you should t- no, take you this. It. It's this is your carry okay. us through the sand. Um yeah um so um 
a portal from heaven opens up directly over um, yep. <laughs> over Yugi, and um, like he is surrounded in a bright pillar of gold light. And the animation here is so gorgeous. Um, the animation oh, yeah. and also the sound design, because yeah. like it's complete silence as yeah. Yugi is about to pass out, and then we just hear that millennium ding yeah. and you know what the fuck it is because it's, then just the screen floods yeah, with golden light consumed by golden light it, it yeah all the cubes and shit dissipate so, and a tim emerges just wreathed in golden fire yeah he, uh, he's like formed from light it is beautiful especially for a character that has been called yami yugi the entire time um to be like born of light is like very symbolic. I think maybe he should be called Hikari Yugi. No, <laughs> retire, bitch. <laughs> and yeah, he is here, and like the only thing he needs to do is draw a single card, play it without looking at it, because he's a tam, and that's what he does. He just cheats. He cheats and we're and we allow it and we clap every time it happens. And who's here? Also in in the dub it's playing like, you know, the da 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 like all that. that uh yeah, that yeah, song. yeah, sure. Shut oh, the yeah. fuck Yugi up, it's good. It's good. <laughs> no, I was, I was I wasn't being sarcastic. No, I was like, yeah, like that's that's what I would assume would be playing yeah, there for yeah. that. We we get passionate duels instead, because of course we do. We have to. It's so good. Uh but who's yeah, here? He he draws one card in slow motion and we we, we get to we, we get some flashes of, of Yugi. Yugi's still here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Remember? He, he, he plays it. Also, Remember the deck, the like, gold, like, glows gold yeah. uh, as he draws. Yeah. It's kind it's of because... like how uh, Kaiba's special fancy tech deck was just blue hologram, like, made of blue light, but attempts are made of golden light. Golden pharaonic light. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Remember our friend Mahad from Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 5 Millennium World? Literally Mahad. <laughs> it's literally Mahad! <laughs> it's yeah. literally Mahad. real-life Mahad. From the afterlife? From the afterlife. It's Palladium Oracle Mahad. Holy fuck. Who's a real card in Yu-Gi-Oh! I posted the image and scheduled yeah, it. I'm looking directly it, it looks him. It looks funky because it's holographic, so his armor is supposed to be gold, but it looks all dark in it. He fucking shows up and just, like, OTK's fucking diva. Yep. Just, like, in... Oh, ah, mwah, delightful. Yep. Kills, kills him in one shot. Diva turns back into a normal boy and then dies for real. Mahad must Bye, Mahad Pretty once much. again facing down the ring for the umpteenth time. That's, that's <laughs> what happens. Why does this keep happening? Yeah, he, this again. Once again, another faded host of the Millennium Ring must uh, uh, face yeah. it, face down its uh, endless allure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as this happens, like after all this, fucking, you know, everyone comes back to normal. The beautiful golden light showers everyone. A golden shower over the entire stadium. <laughs> sure. We, we sort of, Yugi and Atem <laughs> are like, you know, separated, like they face each other and like they wordlessly just like nod and Atem like with the Millennium Puzzle, we see the puzzle. He like sort of taps it and it like dissolves into light and Atem dissolves into light and like it's fucking finally he over. He goes back to heaven. Yep. He's with Herakti now. Oh, my mom. Also, the little, like, shockwaves from when he takes off uh, is in the shape of a triangle. Oh, because of course I didn't it is. Like that. the Dorito on Diva's head. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's so good. Like, they just look at each other lovingly yeah. for, like, 30 seconds. That is it. They say nothing. It's perfect. It's yeah, perfect. 
a, a Tem never said a single word in this entire scene, oh. and I'm glad yeah. he didn't. Yeah, it's the the meaningful silent glance was like it it, it was it's it was all you need. The only thing that could have worked there, and but it, oh, it worked so well. It's just, like Yugi just and gives like a single nod, nod, and he mm. he lets him leave. He's ready for a Tim to leave this time. Yeah, it's just complete trust. It's perfect. <sighs> it's really good. It's uh, really good. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we saved the city. Except we actually did this time. Um, and surely... Yeah, everything's back to normal. It's no longer everyone like... comes back. No, not a surely this everyone, is the end of the movie. There cannot be everyone anything after this. Ex- yeah, Jesus. everyone returns except for Scud and his guys and also <laughs> that one Kaiba Corp dude with the gun. Yeah, they all died for real. Uh-huh, They're not coming uh-huh, back. Uh-huh. Bakura's dad. Um, yeah, also <laughs> all the children are like normal now. Yeah, yeah, they, the Doritos go away because, you know, a has been summoned, and mm-hmm. that just allows them to, like, become human and live a normal life, which is, like, I guess their happy ending. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, and they they acknowledge that uh, this was all for the better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we have, uh, we do see, like, real graduation, no longer rehearsal graduation. Oh, I mean, like, also, but before Kaiba, like, comes up to Yugi and is oh, like, yes. I, I knew this would happen. I, I believe oh, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the dub, he literally says, I told you so, idiot. Uh, and, and he's like, well, until we meet again, you know, and he, he does, like, respect Yugi now, it's Finally very clear. drinks that respecting Yugi juice. Mm-hmm. It's about Yugi, time. I will respect Yugi once. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, also, um, Joey finally tells Yugi that he did see right. Atem in... <laughs> he's in- like, I saw him too! Yeah, yeah, which is nice. He's cute. Um, I have a, sorry, I have an image, uh, that I'm going to post in the Discord, mm-hmm. um, very shortly, um, Oh, is this of the pan up on Oh, Kyber? yeah, no, 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 don't worry about it, uh, keep, keep going, but, uh, as, as I find it. All, all of this is to say that, like, Kaiba, um, is also, like, um, you know, again, having the same struggle of being, of, oh no, they're both hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we, we do cut to, like, the real graduation ceremony after all of this. And it's, you know, it's sad and happy. We, we, yeah, we, everyone it's, it's just, like, throws their jewel disc into the air like a hat. That, that doesn't happen. That was a Comes bit back down dangerous. and gives them a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- y- Joey also gets to hear the speech this time, and he cries as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Oh, I don't think we ever mentioned it, but Yugi and Tristan do uh, Joey face. Not Yugi. Joey and Tristan do Joey face when uh, Yugi is, like... Uh, I think when he beats uh, Diva or yeah, Kaiba, um, yeah, yeah, remember. when 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 the world is saved. Take a quick shot. Take a sip, babes. Uh, we get a, a tiny little scene like Aigami and Sarah and Mani are happy and normal and good, and they like you know part their ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and surely the final scene of the entire movie is everyone saying goodbye to Anzu because she finally gets to fulfill her dream of going to New York and becoming yeah, a we, dancer. Yeah, we end everything with just some nice little saying the, goodbye to, to, to the Anzu. last the last scene of the movie. The last scene the final of the movie. Scene. Nothing more comes after this. Yeah, no chasing the pharaoh. No. I mean... Oh, did we mention that everybody sees Tay off at the airport? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. The, that's the last scene of the movie. That's, that's that the last scene of the movie. About. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I was I was, look, I was was looking at the thing Audrey posted. <laughs> Get with the bit, Argyle! Come on. We know you're Shut only up. two sessions back into recording podcast. Uh, <laughs> and then... 
the movie ends and we don't see this but we have to imagine it uh yeah uh, but if this were to happen it would go kind of like this um right it would go a little something kaiba's like but what if i were dead and he's like i know i like what if i made a machine that took me to the death dimension (laughs) he's like all right all right so attempts dead that's a bummer but not to be deterred what if i made myself dead instead of making him alive killing himself I think no. That's what he did. Well, he's he not killing to. himself, but he's he's going to the he, world of the dead. I mean, so. he's, he's tricking the world of the dead yeah. to think he's dead. He's technically he crossing over. The it's just temporary. I, I just assume that he built this space elevator to create a device that would take him life to hack the more like afterlife. death hack. This is literally. This is literally. Um, like Seto Kaiba found dead in Miami. Is he okay? Yeah, but he's dead. Cause he presumably he gets better. He's able to cross between the worlds without him. But like sure, yeah. But like he's he like probably gets back. Yeah. Uh, so we don't see it for he's sure. NGX. I've yeah. just noticed a thing in the wiki, which uh, because I didn't notice when I was watching this because I was too busy, uh, you know, losing my shit. Yeah. But he uses the cube to do this. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like the dimension cube or whatever. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like he's basically used Diva's the eighth millennium item to hack reality slash life slash death slash Yami slash Atem slash Kaiba. Right. To do this, and it works. Fucking he he like wakes up. We see him walking through the desert because he's in fucking Atem's afterlife. He's like sort of um. We see the same like weird, wispy, purpley, pixely. Also, his his whole suit is uh has blue. Yeah, he's yeah he's in like cyber dual cyber dual disc Tron suit. Yeah, um, yeah, and he has like this like dark energy coming off him because I guess he's like probably actively dying, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. this is taking years off of his life, but uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's worth it. I would do it too. Wouldn't yeah. you? Look, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? And the final uh, who who wants to take this one? Final sort of shot of the movie. Ah, uh, fuck it. Um. Yeah, he walks up to uh, who carried Kaiba through the desert, if not his <laughs> thirst for a Because he walks up to that city, you know, the city that we know so well that we saw in Millennium World, just straight in there, walks up the steps of the palace, walks into the throne room, walks towards his the object of his affections. Who there he is. It's yeah. It's, I- it's a tab. I will say it's that um, Kaiba's affliction here is not what people usually think of when they think of dying of thirst in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a trailblazer. Yeah, like, he's here. He looks so good. He's, like, you know, we usually think of a tab in, like, a kind of either the sort of the school uniform with the coat worn like a cape or his kind of lil kind of linen kilt blue cape but this time he has this, this like rich purple cape bedecked in pharaonic jewelry on a throne dripping to shit and kaiba's here to lap it up very 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 kaiba very activates nice. his dual disc uh and Atim stands up to challenge him and, and that's it that's dark side that's of dimensions it. And then we cut Good to the fucking, fucking trap movie. remix of the of the, <laughs> the English of the opening dub. theme. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. Um, yeah, which you 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 have heard. It was our intro to this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. If I hope Elliot, I can find it. If Elliot will allow it. Yeah, you can find it. Um, because he posted. I've just po- I posted it in scheduling chat in the Discord. 
Um, some of you may have heard it, some of you may have not. Uh, Elliot did write a kind of a parody of uh, going to Georgia by the mountain goats, but called <laughs> Chasing the Pharaoh. What's up, duelists? It's your boy Elliot here with my hot new single called Chasing the Pharaoh. Uh, about a year ago, I uh, readed the lyrics to Going to Georgia by the Mountain Goats to be about uh, Seto Kaiba and the events of Dark Side of Dimensions. Uh, so the original is by the Mountain Goats. The lyrics and arrangement are by me. Here's hoping this ages better than the original song did. The most remarkable thing about interdimensional travel is the feeling of smug superiority. I'm the most extraordinary man in the world. I have a trip to take, have a bond I can't break, have my 2040 Kaiba Corp, dual disc cards he's never seen. Way up high, flip the switch and I'll leave this world behind. The most remarkable thing about you waiting on the throne is that it's you, in a body of your own, and you smile as you cross the length of the hall, our eyes finally meet, we say nothing at all, the world falls away as you take my hand, forty million light years later in a strange land, finding the pharaoh. and leave my fears behind beside the pharaoh uh, look for true dates in 2021 go vibes i would love to put at least a little snippet of this in the episode because i love it we um, could make a patreon bonus content oh what, even we though took- I'm pretty sure Elliot has posted it, like, free of charge in the Discord, so if you just want to find it. <laughs> we took Archive Light from behind the paywall, but we had to put Elliot in to kind of S- fill in that supporting wall. It- yeah, it's like, it's like the scene from Indiana Jones. What? Yeah. It's equivalent exchange. <laughs> equivalent Exactly, yeah. <laughs> One host must be behind the paywall at all times. Um... Good fucking movie. Here's, okay, we don't have questions for this because we've been going for like over yeah, two no, hours. Yeah, no, because have, it's 10 to 4 in the morning. I need to go to bed fucking now. Um, yeah. But final question to all of you, scale of 10. 10. 10. ten uh, right? A 10. Yeah. A 10. It's a 10. It's, it's a 10 uh, out of a 10. We give it a 10. We give it a 10 out of a 10. A 10 out of a 10. That's the joke. Just yep. a, just official pot agreed ranking. If you disagree, fuck you. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, we're, we're objectively correct. But also, Dan, you can say Dan, you can say whatever you want. Don't, don't, don't uh, uh, fall to peer pressure. Roast its ass. You know, it, it's probably the best Yu-Gi-Oh movie. Oh yeah. I mean, the bar's not that high, is it? <laughs> uh, it is not because Dark Side of Dimensions exists. Exactly, exactly. I can't think of any real complaints. Because there were none. Yep. Uh, like any complaints perfect. that I might have are just blown away by the amazing parts. Okay, yeah, maybe the plot's a little confusing. Maybe I don't know what happens in the movie, but I love to. I love to see it. I'm looking at all the monsters. I'm looking at my friends. I'm looking at a Tem, and it's just simply good. 
It's so good. Delightful. Wonderful. And yeah, wonderful. A 10 out of 10. A 10 out of a 10. Yeah, um, I gotta say, I'm out of podcasting wanna? juice. Yeah, um, you wanna take us to the close... Here he is, the man of the hour, the man who needs no introduction, because his co-hosts forgot to give him one. It's me, special desert correspondent of the show, Elliot, here to give you my hot, steamy review of Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Side of Dimensions. I listened to the episode first so that I wouldn't just be repeating everything my co-hosts have said, but I am probably going to repeat most of what everyone said because fucking look at it uh, uh i've just got bullet point notes basically i'm just gonna kind of <laughs> kind of go down the list i really i needed to get my thoughts onto the podcast um because otherwise i'm just screaming them kind of either at nora or at the cats that's no good uh for my relationships i mean first of all the movie obviously it looks fucking slick cannot believe the character designs everybody got fresh new outfits everybody be dressing i mean the first note i have that isn't just like flipping out over how cool everyone looks is well the first note i have that isn't just flipping out over that and how fucking insane kaiba is is uh a great dub line uh when they're all trying to remember who aigami is and joey goes i can't Remember his name? Am I crazy? And Tristan, line delivery of the century, very gently goes, No, you're just dumb. That got a sensible chuckle out of me, as well as the next scene when they're walking across the bridge, and Joey's talking about how he got his dual disc confiscated uh, for polishing it in class, and Yugi, <laughs> Yugi just goes, It was a bold move to polish it during the final exam. He's just nice. Uh... As well as, and then a little bit of mood whiplash in uh, Joey saying, it's okay to miss attempts sometimes, and Yugi saying, not just sometimes, all the time. And uh, I'm making the Selena emoji face. Uh, two things I can't believe you guys didn't point out in the fucked up underground parking garage scene or whatever with Diva. Uh, three things. A, um, one of the Spud's henchmen looks like Taco, Adventure Zone. Uh, two, um, it felt like they were making a snuff film. And three, Diva summons a field of 30 ghost boys. Also, <laughs> Dub Crew didn't get the hairline exactly right. And so for posterity, I would like to, uh, I would like to deliver the whole line, which is, I spent countless hours recreating his cards, his strategy, even his perfectly quaffed hair. In fact... That part's what took the longest. Next note just says, Pretend I talked for an hour about how fresh to death Duke's fashion is. Uh, his plate spin, the single frame shot of his sensible two-inch high heels that I have never successfully been able to screen grab. But it exists. I'm not crazy. I haven't been screaming this at bus stops. Uh, I think now's probably a good time to admit I don't know the, what the plot of this movie is. Like, genuinely, I've watched it upwards of a dozen times. Uh, I I don't understand dimension dueling, but I don't care. I love it. I love that... Because, you know, I've been saying I don't give a fuck about the duels in this um, TV show about dueling. But, uh... I like that they just said, uh, fuck it, we're gonna scream and summon big monsters. I was a big fan of Dragon Ball Z as a kid, uh, and that's just what it feels like to me, and I like it. 
Also, Audrey, flipping out about what you said about Kaiba summoning Obelisk, I didn't clock, or it didn't occur to me that it could have been because, like, that's where the god cards are, so he's like, I'm just gonna, like, bring it back from the dead real quick. Uh, a little bit of light necromancy. Can you believe I'm almost five minutes in and I have not said one word about Mokuba and his new haircut and his new little suit and... Uh, the scope of his job duties, which I will get into later. But my main favorite thing about him is the is headbutting diva. Uh, my boy took some self-defense classes off-screen because he kept getting fucking kidnapped. Uh, let's see. I don't- I don't really understand my next note, which just says, Uh-oh, sisters, finds the Millennium Ring. But that doesn't matter because my next note is about the homoerotic dream sequence that Joey has. Anyone? Anyone know why it was in the movie? It didn't have any bearing on anything. It just was literally Mr. Takahashi looking all of us dead in the eyes and being like, remember, Joey Wheeler is gay. And I say, thank you, Mr. Takahashi. You're right. Um, oh, hi, Zizi's here to help me podcast. Um... Anyway, I can't believe Bakura was not my favorite character as a kid. Childhood drama rememberers united. Um, it, this whole shit is insane. I mean, all, all of it. <laughs> it's just kind of a bummer for Audrey, <laughs> especially. Also, didn't didn't Shadi die in a different way in the anime? It's impossible to say. Um, I need to talk for. 600 hours approximately about the Kaibacore sensory deprivation mask TM that they put Diva in to kidnap him. Um, what was its original purpose? What was it intended for? I don't think it was anything sexual or like fetishy. I think genuinely, I, as somebody whose brain is screaming at them constantly, I think Kaiba's brain is screaming at him constantly, and every once in a while he's like, time to put on the mask. <laughs> Uh. Anyway, then he goes and, speaking of Kaiba, he goes and stands in a crosswalk for a little while and just just vibes. Uh, Yugi having to basically run interference for Kaiba, like when you're in middle school and your friends are fighting and telling you to pass messages between them, only <laughs> one of the friends is dead. Um, I said I'd get to the scope of Mokuba's job duties later. That later is now... Uh, would love to know. He <laughs> he's interrogating Diva. He's he's. I I would like to posit that Mokuba is the one who invented the secret police in Domino City. Um, I'll just I'll just leave that on the table. We can discuss it in our series wrap up. Um. Also, you know what Mokuba is not doing right now is organizing tournaments like he usually does because this tournament is three people, and Kaiba had to, like, go scoop them both out of the fucking crosswalk to get them to enroll. Also, Audrey, uh, This Isn't a Coliseum, It's a Mega Church is my favorite Fall Out Boy song. Um, the line that Argyle was grasping for in, uh, this- in the scene where Yuki was like, fuck off, I'm gonna duel, uh, Aigami, was, uh, he gave, you know, the the typical friendship speech and then says, so back off or we're going to have a problem. And Kaiba says, a threat? And Yugi says, sure, why not? Which is, line delivery is so good. He looks so good. He rules. Um, 
Okay, the rest of the notes just say dueling intensifies. Uh, more to mention dueling. We don't know. It doesn't matter. It looks sick. The monsters are big. It's cool. Uh, Yugi beats Diva. Yugi almost beats Kaiba. I don't know why I'm going over this. Everybody already went over this. Uh, I just like the sound of my own voice. But uh, anyway, Kaiba beefs it. Yugi says why. Kaiba says for him, which is straight. We see a Tim. Uh, my next note just says, meaningful silence is for gays only. Uh, a couple other great dub lines are right at the end when everything is, like, okay, and the, the Doritos disappear off everyone's foreheads. Don't know the plot of this movie. Uh, Kaiba just comes up to Yuki and goes, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. And then he smiles, which we always like to see here. Uh, and then Yuki just says, you were right. And uh, Kaiba turns dramatically and says, You have your bond with him, and I have mine. And starts to walk away, and then Mokuba is running behind him, and turns around and just waves, and is like, See you later, Yugi! Uh, they're cute, they're friends, they're having brunch on the weekends, I like it. Uh, then we get kind of just a normal graduation montage, and then um, a, an edit uh an edit of that comic that's like, check out how hard I can cry, but it's Seto Kaiba saying, check out how hard I can die! And then he gets teleported to Dairy Queen without saying goodbye to his brother, which is fine. Uh, Wrap-up review of the movie uh, reminds me of a tweet from Twitter user, user at Vriskagram, the day Homestuck ended, which simply said, didn't understand much, but I liked the shapes and colors. Thanks. And then to end it on the stupidest joke I've ever written. Um, I wanted to say something about how fresh to death Atem looks in his pharaoh outfit, and then I thought it would be very cool if he had Tim's. Uh, <laughs> I hope I hope they just picked up Nora laughing beside me. Um, so I'm I'm closing this out with the word a Tim's. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to close. Uh, we have a Patreon. <sighs> go to potofgrey.patreon.com. That's not the URL. Figure out the URL. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Pot of Green cast, cast on Twitter, kaiba.online, all that stuff. I'm Sarah McCostumes. Who are you guys? Maxi Bajillion is me. Cool. Yep. Find me at uh, Optimum on Prime. I'm Dan. Just go to linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson. I won't list everything off right now. Argyle, who are you? I haven't seen you in a while. Who is this? I have been... Am and always will be Argyle. No matter the time, no matter the place. You can find me at Twitter, on Twitter, at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my podcast about Yakuza called, uh, for the time being, Podcast Gagotoku or Like a Podcast. It is at Podcast Gagotoku on Twitter. That is Podcast G A G O T O K U. Again, for the time being. And you can also hear me on an upcoming episode of Slappers Only. That we haven't recorded yet, but it's going to be about Yakuza. It's in the works. Yeah. Um, well, gamers, good night. Good night. Good night. I set myself face up because I'm blue as Chaos Max Dragon. I've just been. I set myself tables. face down because I am stone dead from watching Dark Side of Dimensions and also from five hours of podcasting. Five yeah. Christian hours of podcasting. The Jesus sacrifices we make for you people. Wow. Appreciate us. But it feels so good. <laughs> now this it feels so good. Now this is podcasting. No, this. this is podcasting. I have a trip to take, have a bond I can't break, have my 2040 Kaiba Corp, dual disc cards he's never seen. 
way up high Flip the switch and leave this world behind Chasing the pharaoh The most remarkable thing about you waiting on the throne is that it's you in a body of your own and you smile as you cross the length of the hall our eyes finally meet we say nothing at all the world falls away as you take my hand 40 million light years later in a strange land finding the pharaoh and leave my fears behind beside the pharaoh uh, look for tour dates in 2021 go vibes